What up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. We're uh, we've got a juicy one for you. Um, if you're tuning in, we're gonna tell you all the hot stuff going on with Fight Club League. We're really excited about it. We're gonna we're gonna warm up with uh, some potty talk. Yeah, very <laughs> unexpected potty talk. Yeah, you were surprised by that, weren't the, you? Yeah, my side of the table did not see that coming. Yeah, we also talk about chicken sandwiches and the war that is. Just to warm up, get our juices flowing. Then we obviously review the takes from last week. You guys are going to love that. We're going to go in on everybody's team, giving you guys some highs and lows that we're seeing from your squad. What's the next thing that we do, Patrick? We get into our Travers and our Wades. Our Travers and our Wades. Yeah, make sure any Wades that happened, we talk about it. And any Travers that were picked up, we talk about the dollar amounts in excruciating detail. Yep, 100%. And, um, and then what we also are going to get into is the mailbag. So <laughs> mailbag is going to be a great segment. Honestly, <laughs> loved the mailbag segment. It's great. It's a, a lot of fun. Thanks for all the entries for those. Y'all are going to enjoy the mailbag segment. What do we, uh, what do we hit up after that? After that, we get into the pick them. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about, Oh no. In the review is whenever we talk about who goes up, if anybody goes up on their points on the season. So be on the lookout for that. But in yep. the pick we pick our matchups for next week. And a couple reasons why each matchup's gonna win. Yep. Then we close it all up with the sticky review, just to make sure that everybody is in line and that we are, uh, as we say, you know, we're we're affirming all the the right answers and that we're tickling and beating all the ones that are wrong. So that's right. Um, gotta hold the feet to the fire on this uh, and that's the point of this whole entire podcast. So we're excited. I think yeah. you guys are gonna love it. Uh, say hi to Susan for me and. Um, yeah, enjoy the podcast. Yeah, and if you like Susan, you like this pod because she's here a lot. Uh, oh, one thing before we forget and we hop out of here. We did do a word search in this podcast. Um, they were actually submitted to me from, could you guess who sent those in? Let me try to guess. Uh, is Davis? Wait, crap. Did I say that yeah, in You there? told me that. Dang yeah. it. Yeah, that's Our very own Davis B sent a man. He sent in all three because I was just asking. Uh, what would be some phrases or some words we could use? And uh, he sent me three options. He sent me Chick-fil-A sauce, Wingardium Leviosa, mm-hmm. and he also sent me Gritty Dance. So you'll have to see if we can get uh, Patrick to say all three of those, uh, one of those, two of those, or none of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, you'll 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 love uh, my pursuit of those phrases. Yeah, eloquently as ever. Awesome. All right, that concludes uh, our little intro segment here. Let's, uh, you guys just enjoy the freaking podcast, okay? Just get in there and enjoy it. Just get in there and enjoy it. What is up, potty people? It is your boy, Benny P, up in this piece. Join with me, as always, the lovely, magnificent, beautiful, elegant Patrick P. Say what up to the people, Patrick. What up in the dojo, beautiful, magnanimous, magnificent, whatever he said. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a juicy pot for you. It's going to be great. We're getting rolling. Energy is right as of right now we always have a little 
depression right before we mm-hmm. hit the pod yeah. because yeah. we study our ACTs and do our homework. Mm-hmm. That's right. So with that being said, we're going to get uh, into the podcast here. The way that we do this is every single podcast, we're going to warm up. And I've got some segments that I like to talk about with Patrick just so we can feel each other out, get our juices flowing, get into the pod mindset. So with that, I'm going to open up. Oh, you open? My, gotta get my, gotta get some slack here so I can move my head comfortably. Right. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I've got a list of things for us to talk about that I'm really excited about. Okay. So for the first segment, let's go ahead and get into this. Warm up. Okay. But more than that. Let me take a look at this. Okay, I got it. Got it. Warm up. Warm up. Warm up. Warm up segment. Perfect. So we're going to do a little warm up. Are you ready? Yeah. More Can I more. ask you a personal question if you're listening to this on the, uh, on the drive to work or sitting down at work and you have time to pull up the group me and tell us what your thoughts are, then by all means chime in as... We just want to get the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. So, which way do you wipe? Oh, which way do I wipe? Yes, which way do you wipe? Up. Up. Explain that to me. Away from the taint. Away from the taint. Yeah. Interesting. So, I wipe two. And I will say this. Well, I'm glad. let me see. Let yeah. me see. I think you've got to wipe both ways a little bit if you want to get it all. That's fair. Because if you're wiping away so much that it's only going to back it up. And then you got to reach all the way back to get it back, get that, get the remnants from your wipe back. I'm glad we're just jumping right in here. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I just, here's the thing. I got a question for you too. All right. I, I have a, um, I have a long history with crap. Okay. Okay. Um, you tell the process of crap, crapping myself, um, how, just crap in general. I hand, like I have dealt with that plenty of times. Okay. How recently have you crapped yourself? Okay. Just for the it people. was freshman year of college. Okay. It's fun. Is there a backstory on that? I'm not going to get into that because that's not the point. Okay, cool. We can talk about that later, maybe. Maybe. But all that to be said, like, I have a history with uh, of being abnormal in this area, okay? And how can you know until someone's told you, right? And so my question to you is let's just say in theory someone taught me how to sit on the toilet seat of a, to- uh, of a toilet, okay? okay. There's right. a toilet seat meant to be sat on. What if I told you that I never sat on that? For the longest time, for all of my life, until I was like 16 or 17, I always sat on the rim of the toilet when I went to the bathroom. Hold on. You mean like... Connor knows this. Maybe like, Lucas knows this. You I mean think the seat Luke is Dove, raised? Maybe Kevin knows. Say it again. You mean the seat is raised and you're sitting on... Yes, I'm sitting on the actual porcelain. You're not sitting on the toilet seat. Correct. Until because, you were 16 or 17. Yes, and until I was very old. Okay. Well, may have even been while I was at college. I mean, maybe I need to check my facts here with Connor, but... I was eventually enlightened that the seat is meant to be put down so you can sit on it for the longest time. I'm not, I know this is blowing your mind for the longest time. I would always sit on the porcelain because I always felt like the seat was too, like it was too tight. Okay. 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 So when I would sit, my cheeks would squeeze together because I'm sitting on a seat. So smish. But did you understand that that was the design? I understand that was what the design. I just thought you just didn't use it. Yeah. I thought like specifically my butt was wrong. And it was like too big, and so I was just like, "Nah, man, I don't need the seat. I can't do the seat because if I do, it's gonna, it's going to reduce my chances of a clean break." 
Okay. Clean break being a poop where you poop and you yeah. don't have to wipe more than one time. Yeah, absolutely. I understand a clean break. Um, but you thought the seat hindered that possibility yeah. for you. So, get, all right. <laughs> Again, Patrick is dying in here. <laughs> he's dying. Um, I didn't expect to get here, all right? Yeah, so, he's having a hard you know, time. I so, on on the docket. You know? Yeah. So, all I have to say, I've got a question for you. Okay. Sure. Now, because I was raised a certain way, I was taught how to go to the bathroom at a young age, like everybody, right? Like what time? I mean, when do you when did you teach Nora to go to the bathroom? Where is she at in that process? Yeah, she's potty training. She's potty trained now. We started um, like a month or two ago. Sure. And so you've taught her to push to, to put down the seat, and to go to the bathroom, correct? Sure. Yeah, you sit on the seat. Yep. Yeah. So I guess I don't know who to blame because when I was growing up, I guess. No one really, like, obviously they pointed it out. Maybe it was just an understood fact. Like, hey, that's the seat. You use the seat whenever you're putting your butt cheeks on the toilet. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, like, I don't know. I feel like someone could have done a better job of maybe teaching me, hey, you know, you use that every time. And I know that that might seem strange to you, but you use the seat when you sit. I will say, I've ne- yeah, I've never felt the need to reaffirm that every time you need to use yeah. the seat because I just, I feel like it's understood. I'm a special person. Yeah. So yeah. I often ask You're my, my special friends, boy. Yeah, I often ask my friends just to make sure, like, hey, I want to make sure. Am I mentally handicapped? <laughs> like, can I just make sure? Yeah. And they uh-huh. tell me to my face, like, no, you are not mentally handicapped. I'm like, all right, confidence that I need to move forward with the next day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that. That's just uh Wow. I mean, yeah. So what does that have to do with wiping? I guess does that change things? Of um, you wipe? Great question. Thank you for relating it back. Sometimes yeah. I get lost. Yeah. All that to say is that for the longest time, I stood up and wiped. Okay. Okay, I don't know if that's abnormal or not either, but I would remove my butt from the seat and I would wipe up back from the taint and I would wipe up. You're talking about like a squat or you're like a full a, stand? A squat, a squat. Okay, yeah. Yeah, a squat and wipe up. Yeah. Whereas, uh-huh. honestly, I just got tired of doing that. Yeah. Okay, and being yeah. with my wife, I understood that there's another way to wipe. Okay. Okay, and that is stay seated mm-hmm. and just reach on back there and get it. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought that was the weirdest thing for the longest time, but now that's the only way I can do it. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I'm big. So on you don't that. mix it up now. You don't sometimes squat to really get some leverage. Or... No. Okay. I mean, maybe once in the past like five years or yeah. something. But okay. yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm full on. No, that's not even true. Are you because... using the seat? Hold on, hold on. I apologize. Yeah, I'm I'm using the seat every single okay. time. Yeah. But I will say that no, the wiping the sit the wiping while sitting is been a new thing. So I said maybe once in the last five years that can't be true because I've only been doing this for maybe the last maybe the last two years okay that i've been i switched up my wiping technique sure okay yeah all right cool so are you go squat and wipe or no i mainly sit but okay you can like i so you I, sit you so you up. just come off the seat a little bit and then mm-hmm. yeah but i mean yeah i mean there's i'm sure there's been times where i've squatted a little more yeah sure like get some leverage yeah yeah really um, do you have a there. squatty potty at all no i don't see this is the hard part but and I this is honestly what pushed it yeah. was that the squatting potty getting in the way of my squat of standing up was like, I can't keep doing this yeah. and I'm too comfy when I'm squatty potty. And so mm-hmm. I just got to figure out another way. Mm-hmm. And that's what, okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Okay. Well, you sound like you have some other things you like to get on this. Is this just too? No, I just, you know, we're here. The we're min- this it. was meant to help us get our blood pumping, not to confuse <laughs> us. Okay. I, I mean, you really threw a curveball at me with the whole seat thing. You know, it's literally called a toilet seat, you know? Yeah, no, I got a problem. <laughs> it's the first. It's it's one of many things. Let me assure you. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um. Okay. Second thing. 
chicken sandwich. Okay. Big hot debate right now about the chicken sandwich thing. Is Can it? I get your input on what you believe to be the best sandwich and why? So here's the issue, and I know this is blasphemy. Oh, sure. I have never had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay, interesting that you bring that up. Because I've heard that that's the best, and I there's going to be a day where I finally get to do that. Okay, um, what chicken sandwiches have you had? Uh, I've had Zaxby's. Okay. I've had, well, obviously the Chick-fil-A classic okay. and the spicy, and I've actually had both at McDonald's. And I had one at Hardee's one time okay. as well. I have not had the KFC either. Okay. As far as all those that you've had, mm-hmm. which one sticks out to you as the primary? Just That's the chicken sandwich. Zaxby's has been the best so far. Wow. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, I would have thought you were going to say Chick-fil-A. No. I, I, I know you're not a fine. big Chick-fil-A yeah. guy. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I want to ask, if you do get Chick-fil-A, what kind of sauce do you put on that? Oh man, I mix it up. But usually, I know you're a saucy boy. But if you had a primary one that you would use, usually my go-to is a buffalo and ranch, both. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Any other options that you throw in there? Yeah, I throw I throw Chick Fil A sometimes. I throw just Chick Fil A what? Chick Fil A sauce. Quiet down. Eight and a half. So you, my the word was sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce was one of the things that okay. Well, that was, was very leading. <laughs> that sure was, was a very leading way to get there. <laughs> what sauce do you use at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> hey, man, we're talking about the chicken sandwiches, man. We're talking about chicken sandwiches. And listen, these these requests were sent in via some another source. Yeah, okay. So someone, someone said, okay. someone gave me three that okay. I needed to get out. Okay, my word is ink pen. What are you holding in your hand right now? Ink pen? <laughs> I got, we're talking about the Chick-fil-A sandwich. All right, and I know you're a saucy boy. All right, so all that to, to, to say, actually, on the topic of chicken sandwich, okay, yeah. all right, is I did have the Popeyes, okay, okay. yeah, and I've had my, I've, I had, a, I've gone a long way, and what I will tell you right now, mm-hmm. is the spicy Popeyes sandwich, is it is it is the best. I can't wait to get there. It is, it is the best one. Now I will say this, Popeyes, I learned this with Connor, the sandwiches are the same. It's just the topping that they put on it. Mm-hmm. It's just the spicy mayo that they use yeah, that yeah. makes it spicy. Exactly. And I'm just saying that it was, I literally got the original and I got the spicy and it was night and day difference. Like the original, I, it can't hold a candle to a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like that, to me, the standard is Chick-fil-A, chicken sandwich, that's it. Mm-hmm. It can't, it's just not even on the same, it, it barely is a chicken sandwich in comparison to these. Whereas the spicy chicken sandwich jumps right past the other two. Mm-hmm. So that sauce that they use in is good. Yeah, Popeye's. Yeah, that Popeye and, spicy mayo sauce that they put on there, good. And, Zaxby's and those pickles ha- are next level, by the way. Yeah, and Zaxby's has a spicy sauce too, and that's the chicken sandwich I'm referring to. Zaxby's wow. has a spicy now; they do a spicy chicken sandwich. Plenty to try out the Zaxby's and it's sauce, good, but I'm sure Popeye's is better. And I just can't wait I, to try it. And day. I just can't explain it. Like it was like I had the original one, and I was like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I t- I, I'm going to eat the spicy the second one because I, at least I'm I'm here. So I, yeah, let's go ahead and knock them both out. Yep. And it was just so good. Yeah. McDonald's big letdown, but I mean it's yeah, McDonald's. but they're just getting their name in the hat. I've mm-hmm. I've ordered that sandwich twice. Yeah. It's essentially the equivalent of buying a Chick Fil A sandwich, leaving it in the wrapper for like thirty minutes, and then mm-hmm. eating that. Yeah, the chicken is just weird. It is a little funky. It, it kind of pops when you bite into it. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like it. It's popping. not. It's not from the crisp. It's from the quality of chicken. Yeah. There you go. Ugh. Um. Cool. That's it for warm up, man. Let's right. uh, we don't need to go That's any it. further. I've got some more stacked up that I'd love to yeah. go into, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna 
Uh, I'm going to let it go. I will say, full disclosures, we shut down the warm-up section, okay? I do want to let everybody know, listeners of the Fight Club League podcast, my personal opinion on the Full Go podcast, the Chicago podcast, I'm having a hard time with it. I'm having a very, very hard time with the new Ringer Full Go podcast, and that's because when I listen to podcasts, I'm not really trying to listen to somebody just whine about a bad situation. Mm -hmm. I like to hear insight, detail, connections, like the insight that I wouldn't have gotten from listening to a podcast. So whenever I tune into a podcast and all they do is whine and complain about how bad our team is, mm. I'm not here for that. Like yeah. that's not any insight for me. That's not anything that I enjoy. Like it would be like you listening to a Titans podcast and the ringer being who you listen to primarily dropping a Tennessee local freaking outlet for you. And then the guy on the podcast, just lighten up Nagy, lighten up the whole entire bears team mm -hmm. for two straight podcasts. And it's just like, okay, like we get it. Yeah. Can you give us any other insight? So that's my emotions. That's how I'm feeling. Uh, personally, it's just kind of me and the eight and a half are kind of out on it. Yeah, we're just kind of. So yeah. that's where we're being the eight and a half are. Okay. Cool. Thanks for the update. Can we can we close down this segment? Can we be done with this? Yeah, we're warmed all the way up, brother. You feel warm? I'm so warm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say when I'm warm. All right. Let's move out of this segment. Let's take a quick little break. Ow! All right, we back up in this. Um, <laughs> just a little slap, get back to it. Yeah. Get back to work. Uh, so let's go ahead and enter into our next segment. All right, which we're going to try our best, me and Patrick. We've done our homework. We got all prepped up prior to this in hopes that we could condense this to a, um, yeah, just condense this to something that uh, we're not taking up. The whole entire podcast of this, so we're going to review our teams. We're going to review our matchups from last time. Now, let's throw in the pick them here because this is obviously what's at stake as well. Mm -hmm. So do you want to go ahead and tell me, or do you want to go match by match? Let's go match by match. Okay, let's go match by match. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the review. 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 All right, we in here. A little echo there. Yeah. <laughs> a little echo. All right, we in here. We in the review. Let's do this. All right. So, for our first matchup, all right, can we talk about Evan and Isaac? That's the first one I have written down, so let's do it. Evan and Isaac. Um, I'm going to pull up their teams, get rid of this pin so that I don't lose it. All right, who did I pick? Who did you pick? I picked Evan S., who did I pick? You picked Isaac. Oh, God. Yeah, and then one of these, man, where I just freaking sucks because here's the reality, okay? Yeah. Evan S.'s team, I mean, it's just garbage time. Honestly, and I can't even get mad about it. I, I just can't yeah. because it's the reality. Like, and, on, and I've won so many games the same way. So, actually, I take back my initial start on this take. Garbage time. It happens in fantasy football, and it sometimes can win you games. Yeah. And in this part, this is a prime example where Jalen Hurts was making me look super, super smart for keeping him really, really low. But in fantasy, which is the way that we're ranking this, is he finished pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, uh, can you tell me a little bit about Evan's team? What you're seeing? What you're liking? What you're not liking? What you're worried about? What you're happy about? Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that, that Eagles game. Hurts looked bad. Yeah, yeah, but then, I mean, he really did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he looked did. bad, but then 
yeah fantasy wise ended up fine and and i turned off the i turned off the game like i was done watching i was like zeke's done his thing Mm -hmm. and i mean honestly was it just prevent defense and he's just eating up chunks of yards i stopped watching too so i don't even know how he got his points i woke up the next morning and saw evan won and i was happy for myself yeah so another monday night win uh yeah but definitely keenan monday night miracle yeah sorry keep going keenan allen 12 receptions, I mean, or 12 targets with eight receptions, only 50 yards than a touchdown. I just think he's getting the volume, and so that's a solid mainstay for his team. And then Aaron Jones obviously has been doing quite good, yep. I would say. Let me uh, let me get on that that uh, that train with you. Um, I think Hurts is surprisingly good. That's what I guess yeah. I'm getting at. Even from a fantasy perspective, again, I don't. He's just showing that he's a valuable asset even when they're down games. Yep. Uh, and I mean, we're only three weeks into this, but it's making me eat my words, the fact that he finished with 27, almost 28 points mm-hmm. that game, and Dallas owned them, mm-hmm. okay? So that's um, that and also the king of kickers. I mean, yeah. Justin Tucker did something that uh, we were all – that was so awesome. That was amazing. I've been looking for a replay, though, for the side angle. I want to see it hit the bar Oh yeah. and go over. There's no angle for it. Like, I've only seen the back angle. Yeah, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. You can see it hit the bar, and it's like you don't know if it's going that way or, yeah. you know, need a 3D television or something. Yeah. I don't have one of those. I don't either. Yeah. I should get one of those. Mm-hmm. You want to go in together? Pod pod money? Yeah. Put some pod money down on the 3D But it had to be one of those curved TVs? Is that? Yeah. I think the... it should just encircle us 360 degrees. We set SoFi Stadium. Yeah. So we sit in the middle of it, and it circles us okay. as All we right. do the podcast. All right. Um, another, uh, yeah, so Hertz, Tucker, I've, I've got... Yeah, what uh, I've got some negatives though. I do too. Okay, um, I am curious about the production of Fant. Uh, he seems to be, I mean, two point five. Obviously, tight ends are volatile in general, so that's that's okay. I just, as a team is climbing, you want to be able to have somebody at the tight end position that you feel like is solid can move forward. So with that, I'm not sure Fant is the guy. So just a negative as I'm looking at this team. You know, now three and zero. Yeah. Yeah, I was. In on that as well. I mean, tight end landscape is sparse, so it's hard to find a solid tight end. Yeah. But yeah, with Fant, yeah, he definitely would have, I think, hoped for more. I mean, but the all that to say, he's still the eleventh tight end on the season. Yeah, he's doing so, fine. I mean, he's. I've got another drag. Yep. Montgomery. I'm worried. I'm there with you. Okay, so I didn't know if you were gonna get there or not. Yeah, because I am worried. I don't know. I just the, their offense figuring it all out. Whatever is whatever they're going to decide to do, I'm sure David Montgomery will recover. But he is going to be a he's going to be a um, what's the freaking word? Uh, running back. Yeah, running back. No, <laughs> he's going to be a uh, a victim of poor offensive uh, management and all this different stuff because with Fields, I mean, geez, like it was just a disaster out there. So that was a rough game to watch. It really was. And I watched the whole entire thing and it was like, this is so bad. You've got to hope this is a throwaway game. The Browns defense is really good. It's Fields first start and that they're going to scheme. It's not some a throwaway game. And it's not a throwaway out. game. It's a problem. You think that it's a problem it's that, that Matt that Nagy, it's a problem that Matt Nagy went off and said that it's anybody's starting job now. Like, that's a terrible thing to do, yeah, he's an idiot. which is the way that you essentially are blaming quarterback play for your poor offensive management because he has in the past decided to give away offensive play calling and then taking it back in less than three weeks. Yeah, he passes the buck. It's ridiculous. He does. He definitely does. And I think that's ridiculous. It's not good for team morale. All that to be said is that it's not just a blow away game or something we can just sweep under the rug because 
if next game they don't roll him out, get him on the move, and get him in space, they did not do that once last game, then we're really going to have an issue, and it's not going to be – I don't think it's going to be a good season anyways, but we're going to have a hard time salvaging the pieces uh, from mean, the fallout. Fields was hit basically every play. Yeah. Every play I watched. It was bad. It was on the, it was on the And track. they just kept him back in the pocket, and it was just – it was bad. So Stepped back, had like two seconds to operate – and just got smothered. No bootlegs, <laughs> no nothing. No nothing. Yeah. So was, yeah, I'm I'm just hoping that things go up from here. I mean, that's the that's got to be the basement. Yeah. For these for these players, I would hope and they play the, the Lions basement. this week. The basement. They play the, the Lions basement? this week. The ba- what? They play the Lions this week. Yeah, hopefully they'll get right. Yeah. But yeah, not not a good week for Montgomery, not a good week for I mean the whole Bears offense. Yeah. But a good week for Evan moving 3 and 0. So let's talk about Isaac real quick. Uh, you got any positives on Isaac's team? Any uh, anything you're seeing that you're liking? Yeah, I mean, great job um, already having the backup for Dalvin Cook on the team, um, which Al- Alexander Madison has always been somebody that yeah. is a high eight and a half player. is really excited about you doing that. It's a big play by you to already have him there for sure. Yeah, big move. Um, so he had the backup there had had the twenty two point seven points from Madison that. Otherwise, may not have gone to him. Would have been picked up by somebody on the waiver wire, so that was huge. Um, and then the other one. Oh yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, just killing it. Forty-eight points, four That's touchdowns. Me and you both hit the same same topics here. Josh Allen getting on Five getting touchdowns. on point. Thought that that was going to be enough to bury Evan, and I was very excited about my pick'em. Yeah, I was like, oh man, hearing Evan S talk all this trash about how Allen's playing well, I was like, this is good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough, but. That he's back on track, that is a great sign. Yeah. Okay. I've got some negatives. Yeah, me too. I want to get your take on AJ Brown. AJ Brown, injured. Yeah. Uh is it looking bad? Looking like you guys honestly going into next week as a Titans fan, I'm gonna have zero wide receivers. Yeah, it does look like that because Julio's hurt too now. Uh but yeah, the hamstring. Anytime there's a hamstring, mm-hmm. it's a concern because that can linger an entire season. Aren't those the freaking worst? It's the worst, man. Tell me uh, something else negative that you're seeing on this team. The other negative, I'm seeing Miles Sanders with two carries. Two carries. Problem. Big problem. Obviously, they were down. They were down. Which goes again in, you know, uh, the point with Hurts and him producing. But still, not liking what we're seeing. I think the entire team, I mean, how many carries were there in total? I think it was something ridiculous, like five carries by the whole team or something. Uh, I can't tell you, actually. Huh? I can't tell you. Yeah, it was just, it was ridiculous. Um so yeah, that that's a concern. He also didn't get many targets. I mean, four. I mean, that's good for a running back, but it's not enough to keep up with two two uh, rushing attempts on the night. So, and I mean, the week before he had thirteen. That's not a ton. So you you hope he's getting involved in the passing game more if he's not got a very high ceiling on the carries. So that's a concern to have as your, I guess your RB two. So. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that, and um, and so yeah, that kind of concludes that matchup. Uh, you know, Isaac, I wish you could have done a little bit better, and you know, made me right. But uh, but now the whole entire league has to pay for a three and zero Evan Shacklett. <laughs> yeah, and he had a whole, and he had, as Evan pointed out in the group, me very humbly. Um, very humbly. You know that Isaac could have Evan been doesn't know much the better. word humble. <laughs> yeah, very very humble. Point out of him that. He's such a superior manager because he almost maximized his output while Isaac. Had- Which, by the way, those I love that weekly report. That weekly report is my kind of thing. Yeah, a lot great. more stats and a lot more relevant stats. I was in on that. Yeah, but yeah, if he puts in um, Melvin Gordon, 
instead of Miles Sanders, which that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do. Um, he gets the win though, so tough, tough. Let's get out of that matchup. Oh, before we do, actually, funny. Um, could you imagine if we had to listen to Evan talk about Cooper Cup being on his team? <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it? Trade just keeps on getting sweeter. So with that, let's actually move on to the Kevin. Uh, the Kevin matchup between Kevin and yourself, if that's all right. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, who did I pick? You picked Kevin. Okay. Did you also pick Kevin? I also picked Kevin. Smart. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and break down Kevin's side of it, and then we'll get into yours on the back end here. So, okay. One positive thing that I saw about Kevin's team. Um, Cooper Cup is one of the best wide receivers in the league right now. He's not slowing down. He is pedal of the metal, and he is doing a hell of a job of putting Kevin – in the top points for category week after week after week. So big on Cooper Cup. It's it's hard to come off of him. The trade that just keeps on getting sweeter and sweeter for Kevin. And he texts me all the time whenever he has these outstanding performances because he was we were talking whenever he was doing the trade and he just decided like I gotta just gotta do it. And it's just really paying dividends for him. So Cooper Cup is looking good. Tell me something else good on this team. Yeah, that's what I saw too. And I have a question. Do you think Cooper Cup's going to be the number one on the year? Do you think he's able to keep up this production all year long? Because we've seen flashes in the past, and we thought he was a wide receiver one, but he has not been able to sustain it all the way through the season. I've got him as a top three. It's hard to put him at the one. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, Matthew Stafford, though. He's Yeah, he's looking great. Uh, okay, next thing. Uh, Derrick Henry, just doing his thing out there. Yeah. Looking yeah, like... Tighten up out there. Tighten up. Tighten up, brother. I mean, just the best running back in fantasy right now. Yeah. I and mean, just the volume I mean, he gets. And that's what volume. it is. That's what I was going to say, too. I mean, it's literally just, I mean, having 28 carries. And, I mean, even last game, I mean, 35. It's just if he gets the touches, mm-hmm. he will produce. Yeah. He had 20, or he had 20 points with no touchdown. That's, that's crazy. That's strong. That's just straight output. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, a lot of good things turning for Kevin right now. To be 2-1, and one, you know, you got to ask yourself, where did he drop that loss at? But uh, but looking strong and having strong performances every single week. Um, some negatives or some concerns that I, I guess I would uh, I would look at Kevin's team is upon a, a really good look, yes, you can get upset about Damian Harris. Like, yes, that is fine. But ultimately, i got no concerns for Kevin's team. Yeah. Okay, and typically what me and Patrick are trying to do in these matchups, we're trying to find something we like, something we don't like. And when I go through this team and I look at the depth of the team, I mean, shoot, he could have found a Mike Davis plug in there somehow. That would have been a hard play. But still, I mean, over time, time, yeah, geez, I mean, again, over time, these guys will continue to show show out, show what they're consistently going to be able to do, and he's going to be able to find flex plugs as well as RB plugs. So I just – I got no negatives on this team. Tell me if you found something negative. Yeah, I mean, that was the only Damian Harris. I mean, it's a little concerning, but it's so hard to have a Patriots running back in fantasy. And But, yeah, I don't know. James White got hurt. I don't know if that's really going to open James up. White also got hurt, and they were playing from behind with New Orleans, so running game was a little bit out, and it was, yeah, I mean, and they're not looking good. And the Saints fine, have a good defense. Yeah. They really do. Uh, their defense is looking good. So Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it really is. It's a – looks like he's got a stacked squad all of a sudden so momentum is rolling that's how it works with uh, fantasy sometimes so he's got the mo yeah he's got that mo mo uh tell me a little bit about your team tell me what you're what what you liked about last week Uh, i mean susan did end up visiting camara 
Um, so that was great. She, I think she paid a little visit to Kittle. So I talked to both of them, sweet, sweet gentlemen. And let me just tell you, yeah. Kittle is. Woo! <laughs> yeah. 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 I like me some Kittle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like good his... boy. And let me tell you, those teeth. Ain't Skittles, baby. That's probably white, good-looking young man right there. Mm. Were you disappointed by that? Did you hope for the Skittle teeth? I was hoping that I could suck the Skittles out of his mouth. <laughs> All right, Susan. Yeah, sorry. Just getting a little hot and heavy. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, you're really upsetting the eight and a half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I visited him. It was a great visit. Yep. So we had Kamara and Kittle um, showed up, actually did what I believe they could do. And if Kittle had a touchdown, I mean, it would just been right amazing. But he did not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, that was the highs for me, for yeah. sure. I'm going to find a deep high for you here. Okay. Patterson's shown some consistency back-to-back weeks, and if he continues to show that, that might be a great flex play. I'm going also, to a wide receiver plug or an RB plug. Yeah. One of the utility players in the league that – Pretty awesome, honestly. Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's cool. Let's talk about some of these. Uh, let's talk about some negatives here. Oh, let's. Where to start? How worried are you about Hopkins on a scale of one to ten? I'm not worried about Hopkins. No. No, I mean he was hurt last week, a little banged up, and yeah, it's just one of those one of those things. I mean he, I, I I'm not worried about him. I mean he was the previous two weeks able to at least get in the end zone. I think he's going to be a consistent end zone target at the very least. Okay. And yeah. I'm Let me go ahead and go with my second one. Since this is your team and you know, we're sitting here just two fantasy owners talking about your team. Mm-hmm. I told you. What'd you tell me? Fields. Yeah. I thought they were going to run him. I was wrong. So oh, yeah. let me just say, I told you I was wrong, mm-hmm. but I am worried about like, what does it mean for Allen Robinson moving forward? And I just, I, I agreed with what you thought. Honestly, at the start of the game, I was like, Oh, Allen Robinson had, I think, the first pass and catch. Mm-hmm. I, and it might have been the only pass and catch. <laughs> but it literally happened, and I was like, I guess they got to go to sure hands. Maybe I was wrong. But I just am worried about what that offense is going to do to all the likes, all the likes of every Bears offensive player. Yeah, I'm super worried about Allen Robinson, for sure. Um, yeah, I expected him to lean on him more, but he had – yeah, I mean, he, there was no flashes of anything good in that offense. Um, so, yeah, I mean – now I'm begging for Dalton to come back. I mean, yeah, at least Dalton can get in there, step back, eight step, eight step drop, and fire it right to him yeah. in the slot, and then be done. Yeah, so exactly. So yeah, um, that's a concern. That's the concern I had down for myself as well. And yeah, just another injury uh, with James White going out, which he was just a very solid play um, to start this season. Yeah, and just getting a ton of targets every game and. That's a tough loss after also losing Mostert. So my running back room is looking light. That's where I need Patterson. Mm-hmm. That's right. He can definitely plug into the RB and wide receiver. Yeah, do either <laughs> one. Um, cool. Well, then let's, uh, let's conclude that matchup and let's move on to a, another one here. Um, let's go ahead and do da, 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 Connor and Tiz. Connor and Tiz. Connor and Tiz. You had... Connor Tony, winning. Yep. We both uh, we both had Connor, and we had Tiz walking off the plank. And I had Connor winning. Yeah, we had him walking off the plank with the angry eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Get off the plank! Gone! Get off! So being 0-3, uh, 
Griffin also being 0-3, looking for an exciting matchup, which we'll get into in our pickums. True. For next week, Another very excited. Match. Dude. <laughs> there's, a, there's a longer It's like two people time. walking the plank, and it's just like, I don't know, I guess they could take javelin each other to see what. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, okay. Get cool. them up there with some swords. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, be yeah. <laughs> joust. Plank yeah. joust. Uh-huh. Trying to get me to say something? No. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm not. I just, you know, thought that was an awkward part of the, part of the pod there. Why? Um, because I'm an idiot. What? Because I, I guess it was because I was making a, I was trying to make a joke, and honestly, it wasn't a funny joke. What'd you say? The jousting on the planks. Why isn't it? I didn't what? think you thought it was funny. Oh, I was with you. Okay. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. What? Yeah, we good. We good. All right. All right. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Connor and Tiz. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Connor's team real quick. I'll uh, I'll give you a, a highlight. What's the highlight you see? Herbert's legit, dude. Okay. Herbert's fun. It's easy to do. I mean, Herbert is legit. Uh, that's all you can kind of say about that. But also, I think a silver lining, for the record, Hines, Naeem Hines. Just his utilization in that offense, it's going to cause concerns, maybe a negative for Luke's team down the road for Jake, uh, for Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. But Naeem Hines is just looking like he's going to get some touch. He's always going to be a part of that offense. And if he can produce like this, Becomes a really strong flex play for Connor down the league. It's just seeing his involvement in that passing game is it's a good thing for Connor moving forward. So those are those are some positives. You tell me some positives. Yeah, that's that's hopeful for sure if he can stay consistent on that. Yeah, I had Herbert and then Najee. I mean Najee yeah. actually getting getting some. I mean, do you did you see how many targets Najee got? Nineteen. Nineteen targets. Nineteen targets. Fourteen receptions for one hundred and two receiving yards. Good lord. Now obviously Deontay Johnson was out. I think Juju went down in that game too, so it was like it was either throw to Najee or Big Ben would just run it himself, and we know he can't do that. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you see Big Ben? Yeah. Just trip over, over himself, and yeah, yeah, he's not looking good. So checkdowns look like more the uh, comfortable route for Ben, Big, Big Ben. Nineteen targets. So that's insane. Well, obviously, that's not. It's got to be the most that. in the league that week. Yeah, he actually. Yeah, I think he led. Yeah. All players in second to Waddle, maybe. I don't know. Waddle, we'll get into that. He had twenty targets. Waddle, Waddle had 20 targets? No, no, no. Sorry. He was second. Waddle is second. Sorry. Oh. I Najee see. first. Waddle being second to Najee. Yeah. Um, cool. Any negatives? Any concerns? Yeah. Um, wait. Oh, yeah. There they are. Sorry. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Um, putting up a couple Question of for you about Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Has he always been like a boomer bust guy? Or he showed a season of consistency that just made it seem like I thought for a long time he was the speedster. You know, you're Deshaun Jackson, you're Will Fuller, whatever. Just flying down the field, you're going to get yourself a 60-yard touchdown, maybe a game, right? Yeah. Robbie Anderson, whatever. But he showed a consistency in the previous seasons that that's not the case, right? Yeah, last season, it was very few and far between. That he I mean, he was wide receiver week. one, wasn't he? Uh, he likely was. I yeah. Know he was very consistent last year. Yeah, yeah that I was, always, was. I always talked myself into – I don't know if I want Tyreek Hill on my team because he could have weeks where he just doesn't show up. Sure. But I don't think that's the, that's the case. But, I mean, this this year it has been a little bit the last two weeks because, I mean, he went off first week, and then the last two weeks he just hasn't. I wonder if and there's I anything in the Chiefs' offense. Yeah. that I don't know what causes that because he can outrun literally anybody. So yeah. it's just like I guess they just double him and, and keep a safety deep on him. I don't know how. We'll have to keep an eye. Him. Obviously the double teams are there. But we'll have to keep an eye on Tyreek Hill – production being low 
and Clyde Edwards Hilaire's production being high. And if those like affect each other directly, because he had a great, we'll get into this with Eric's team whenever we get there, but just some food for thought as we kind of move forward. Obviously Clyde didn't have a great game before that, but this has been two weeks in a row now that Hill's not showing up. So yeah, and a last, rightful concern. Yeah. But yeah, last game, I think Hill and Clyde Edwards Hilaire have both had a bad week. Like so. three points. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, I don't know if it's really a concern, but that was definitely a low form this week and the week before. I got something. Yeah. What else? McLaurin. Really? Yeah. You worried about, wide receiver really depth. Worried about Just, Scary Terry? Yeah. A wide receiver depth. Now, I mean, he had a 22 game before, so he's showing his there. But I guess I'm just concerned about the quarterback play, what that means moving forward. Heineke, he's showing that he's got some skill there, but I don't know. Seeing the 22-point game last week can be fine, but you've got to ask yourself, just with Antonio Gibson not being involved, as he previously has been, having a good game, how much that's going to eat into the wide receiver play with McLaurin. So I'm just... I'm just a little worried. And then for Connor personally, I'm worried because the Steelers suck almost as bad as the Bears do. So if he is a true fan watching those games, then I feel bad for him. Yeah, that's that's true. That's fair. So. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, his bench, very good. His yeah. bench really, really stepped up. I'm glad that that did not end up biting him and him losing with great right. players going off on the bench there. So Yeah, that's uh, that would be the story of my matchup as well. Made a lot of bad bench plays, but it didn't end up beating me so that's that's good but yeah cool let's talk about this hey chubby chaser chubby chaser hey buddy um so he's tested positive for the cocoa tis yep tis has oh, got the cocoa i'm sorry tis. um yep been sorry there. buddy been it's unfortunate I understand that we've all been there it's uh, it's unfortunate glad that you're finally on board yep i uh, i made it i was talking to him and he said have you tested popo for the cocoa yet and he's a police officer so saying popo is kind of it was a play on words yeah. what it was oh, yeah i get it yeah 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 it's like yeah. jousting on a on a plank on a plank i mean the eight and a half love it <laughs> yeah but who really controls the eight and a half if you think about it oh uh, uh, yeah uh, 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 uh. all right talking about his teams i've got some positives for you let me hear one of them Awesome, excellent. Yep, that's one. Great of outing by him, and just the matchup in general between them and Kansas City. You knew there was going to be a lot of points, so for him to be solid and true on that was—I mean, it's got to feel good for Tiz moving forward. Again, anything is going to feel good for this guy moving forward, being zero and three. But with that, do you have another positive that maybe you could tell us a little bit? Matt about? Stafford. Yeah, boy, he's just been good. I mean, he's looking really good. I was skeptical. At the beginning of the you were season. not skeptical. I was like, I like Stafford, but everybody was crowning him like the king. Of, everybody was saying he was going to do exactly what he's doing. Exactly, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't really buy into that fully, but I mean, he really, he's really looking good. So great. Can offense. I ask you why you didn't buy into it? Just while we're on the topic, what is yeah. it that kept you away from it? I just, I never. Saw and it, it made not. I mean, he made. Yeah, I thought I feel like he was he was solid, but I've never seen him be elite. You know, so it's just. I guess that makes sense. He's in a new offensive scheme where um, he's got some talent around him. That's what it, I mean. That's what it kind of is. I mean, I will say this is that it's just weird because even on the interview on Monday Night Football, I mean, me and Kevin were watching it together, and it just seemed like he's just glowing. He's got that LA glow. Mm. You know what I mean? He's out in LA. He's not in freaking Detroit. Yeah. All right, and yeah. he looked like a hobo in Detroit. Yeah. He had like a double chin, and his beard was too long. He had a neck beard, and it was just like, yeah, bro. And now he's trimmed up wearing hoodies, looking thin, looking charming, looking sweet and hot and sexy and all these different things. Sure. And I just, 
Are you talking about Matt Stafford? Yeah, Susan spent some time with Matt, haven't you? Yeah, spent some time with Matt, that dreamy tan California dreamer. LA has been doing good things for Matthew Stafford, let me just tell you. Susan. Susan, get out of here. Susan, get out of here. Susan wants to get out of here. Susan, you need to just get out of here. Um, yeah, Matthew Stafford's looking good. I'm really excited. But I just, I don't know. I, I did see in Detroit, he had all the skill. Mm-hmm. And it was just as pure, uh, it was just clear to me that there was just no talent around him. And then the times that you gave him talent, like Megatron, he was setting records. Mm-hmm. Like, both of them were setting records. So, I just, yeah. I don't know. I was curious what your thoughts were on that. Um, yeah, tell me something it. bad about his team. Some yeah. concerns, if you will. Playing, uh, I mean, obviously, the defense putting up zero points. Yeah, never sure. want to see that. So that's that's a down for Let me talk to you about week. something. I would like to hear something that you want to talk to me about. I'm having a hard time seeing Ridley as wide receiver number one. Yeah, we're, that's a tough that's a tough leap for me as well. Yeah. I would be a little worried. I would be worried. Okay. Um, I, worried. I don't know Especially if this is a Giants. buy low situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Get out there, put him an offer in. Yeah, maybe maybe he needs uh, Kelsey straight up for Ridley. That's the type of trades you do. <laughs> That's the type of trades I do. <laughs> oh, you shut your mouth. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Lock it up. Lock it up. You lock it up. Oh, eight and a half's getting excited. All right. <laughs> I'm fight here in the dojo. Um, okay. Uh, do you have any other negatives on uh, on his? I I, I did. I, I have a concern for his depth. Yeah, I was. I had that as well. Yeah, it, which is funny because I mean we're usually confined to performance that we're worried about, but just depth overall. I mean, you gotta love the Shepherd plug after twenty four dollars on the waiver wire. You yeah. gotta love I mean, that kind of stuff. That's what you. That's what you want to see. Twenty seven dollars. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: at least he stuck to his guns. I spent twenty seven dollars on something. <laughs> I'm gonna play the dang thing. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see that. I, I think we were all kind of anticipating that, but that's all right. And uh, Trey Sermon might work out for him. Yeah. In the future. Like, that might be where we see some some of that correct itself. But overall, I just got problems with depth here. Yeah. And I, if I was him, I couldn't have held off of – I probably would have played Trey Sermon for the glory last week. But it wouldn't have mattered for him anyway. But, yeah, it could be uh, could be good for him. We'll see what Eli Mitchell does. It looks like he's practicing this week. We'll see yeah. how they split that. Lead us into our next matchup. What matchup can we talk about next? Um, I haven't been keeping track of which ones. Oh uh, yeah, you know we talked about Evan, we talked about Connor, we talked about you. We've got Eric and Lucas, and well, let's just save mine for last. So let's do Eric and Lucas. How about that? All right, we're in there. We in there? We doing our thing? Yeah, let's talk Eric about and Lucas. Yes, did. let's talk about this one, baby. Yeah, freaking ridiculous. I right, go ahead and patch stuff on the back because I remember this one. So tell me how you found the diamond in the rough that was Eric Johnson beating Lucas. The diamond in the rough. So for Pickums. Patrick picked Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson, you picked and Luke Stoltz. We were all appalled. The eight and a half of us were all shocked. Like a dummy, you picked Luke last week. Like a dummy, yeah, <laughs> like a dummy. All right. So what? Uh, what? I, I remember know. telling you this is the week Clyde Edwards-Alaire will look good, and I was worried because he had like a fumble early, <laughs> and God. it was looking so bad for him. Then he came back and put up 100 receiving yards and a touchdown. Big things for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. Um, and I saw. I, I think I mentioned. Justin Jefferson was going to, uh, in that matchup, put up some points this week, and he did. So he rode all that to victory. That's What uh, was – um. yeah, okay, keep going. Sorry, you mentioned Justin Jefferson. It got me thinking. What was his – yeah, did he um, Did he do his dance? What's a 
the gritty uh yeah yeah i don't know yeah let's see is that one of the words nice all right, eight now. Calm down, calm down. We got through it. We got, we got two. All right, the all right. That was that was a little bit more natural, right? Yeah, I brought up Justin Jefferson, so yeah, okay. we'll give you some credit on that one. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it would have been even better if I would have just said Justin Jefferson doing the gritty all over the field, something like that. Did he actually do the gritty though? I have no idea. I didn't get to see that game, <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, I was man, I was I was so hyped when I saw Eric was going to win this one, so. Good on you, Eric. I believed in you. Yeah, man. You did what you had to do. Getting out on those limbs is tough to pick them because, man, that Pacquiao chip's coming, bro. Yeah. It's coming. And uh, and I will say this. I mean, so just to kind of stick with the thing there, yes, Clyde and Jefferson both looked – Clyde, Edwards, Elair looked good finally. Uh, honestly, I will say that I'm pretty sure this is his second best outing at 17 points. His previous one, I had him last season. I know what he did and did not do. He had like a twenty-two point game, <laughs> so we're we're really like the first uh, week of last season, literally the yeah, first week. Yeah, of last he showed season that he was like legit, and then it was like, ah, oh, yeah. god. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, at the places that he was valued at last season and going into this season, again, they're starting to find some equilibrium just a little bit. But you can't expect twenty-piece games out of this guy. That's just what we're kind of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, even with a hundred yards on the ground. Yeah. It's like he's still not getting 20. So you got to like see what you, yeah, see what there. And then Jefferson, I mean, um, what's his name? Actually looked really good. Uh, Kirk Cousins. And so just the way he's controlling uh, that offense yeah. and the way he's, I mean, you got to feel good about that with him finally getting on. It's just a matter of time with those wide receivers ones and <laughs> feeling essentially moving, being demoted to wide receiver two and Jefferson getting his touches. So only a matter of time. You pick the right boom week for him. And That's right. Unfortunately, Lucas has bled too much. It's our yep. reference to last Xerxes. last pod. Yeah, he's he's bled out, and the spear has pierced his clavicle. Yep, Eric made him bleed his own blood. Oh, it makes me bleed my own blood. Um, <laughs> now, see, you see anything you're concerned about? Yes. Very easy for Eric. Yeah. Okay. Let me hear it. Anderson, that guy's got to be riding your pine, and he's a flex Sheesh. play at best. Mm. Okay? So... Do you see and, any upside for him with McCaffrey out? No. No? No, okay. I don't. I think, I think you still keep him on the bench. I mean, the only thing that he turns into is when we get into bye weeks, he turns into your flex play for boom opportunity. But otherwise, mm-hmm. what I will say is the depth is a problem with this team. Obviously, there's a lot of problems with this team. He knows that. We all know that. Getting his first win again since week 10 of last season. Um, with that being said, looking for Tyler Boyd for his role to increase with Higgins to be out and also he's got chase so with that being yeah, said i like the for these guys to get some more touches i like for them to have some more i don't know i like for that chase position to move up to the robbie anderson and for him to find a different flex position off the waiver so that's what i've got moving forward for eric johnson would you play chase and boyd would you throw them both out there i've thought about playing pollard and zeke so just i'll, I'll do anything at this point yeah i'll stop asking you management decision questions All right. <laughs> at this point i played freaking cephas so yeah yeah, we'll yeah that's, i want to get into that later. let's talk about lucas let's talk about lucas um i told you a positive all right barkley i told you he's gonna look good he does You're look right. good man yeah. and it's just i tried to make a trade to him involving zeke just thinking like i he it, it happened but he responded to me honestly and he was just like man i've got Barkley doing well moving mm-hmm. forward yeah. and again he told me the information that i needed to know about the snap count situation so oh you had the inside 
You had the inside knowledge. Yeah, we were just talking because I really wanted to go after him. I really like after I, I'm not kidding. I saw that 40 yard run and he just looked like he was gliding, and I was like, "This is unreal." Glide, I, Edwards, Alaire. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Hey, <laughs> Mahaffey's trying. He's trying. All right, it's a good one. Good job. No, um, but yeah, Barkley. You got any other um, any other silver linings for Odell Lucas? Freaking Beckham Dude, back from freaking. the dead. Dude, you you can note this as a positive, but I'll tell you this is more than a negative. You think so? Oh, dude, he's so volatile. Mm. So, like, him having a good game or, like, a moderately just producing game is going to get in Lucas's head, and in the next game you know he's putting up a two-pointer. But what about Jarvis is out, though? Yeah, yeah. What about that? I mean, he's the guy. They still got Chubb and Hunt. I don't, I don't know. I'm just – whatever. I mean, yes. I'm he on looks the, good. I'm on the OBJ train, baby. Turning garbage for buckets, dude. <laughs> Who did he pick up and trade away? Like, what was all that? What? With, Evan, with Evan S. Remember, that was the trade? Oh, yeah. Let me see. I think he just... He picked him up, and then for Fab and, like, a, whatever he picked up on the waiver, he got Odell and... He just gave him Brian Edwards and some Who's back dollars. on the waiver now? Yeah, because it was just a throwaway. I think Evan probably just said, whoever you're going to drop, just put him in the trade. And then he gave him some Fab. Yeah. So, yeah. again, I mean... It really and this was the original trade to Kevin for Odell and Montgomery for Cup and Harris. Yeah. So it's just that that trade just keeps on getting worse for Evan S. You know, mm-hmm. you like to think that the management there would straighten up. I mean, being three and zero, imagine what he could be moving forward. Man, yeah, having he still a had great Cup on his team. Yeah, having Cup on his team, having a potential an flex player in an OBJ, getting rid of Damian Harris who put up a solid three points this last game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You gotta look at the management sometimes. Yeah. Being three and oh, you have got questions. Yeah, I mean <laughs> true. Um, let's see if there's uh I don't know, some negatives for Luke because I'm looking at his team. Yeah. You gotta be worried about the Jonathan Taylor situation. Oh man, yeah. Evan S asked, asked the question, is he the biggest bust in fantasy football? And then it was asked to um enlighten us more on that in crickets, I think. Yeah, and obviously with the obviously with the sticky of him being finishing in the fifteenth. Yeah, no, 13, I think. I think it was 13th or better. Yeah, 13th is what he was valued at from our draft. So, yeah, yeah. you got it. It's scary. Very scary. Very scary. So, well, that's what I got there. You got to be worried about that. Also, I'm worried about his take about Fuller. Um, it's going to be point. It's going to be based on averages, points per game, which is still fine because he can still have blow up opportunities. But getting into the offense and for Waddle when he was playing to get that much action, and we'll talk about that whenever we get to. Uh, whoever has him, but yeah, I don't oh, know. And Fuller's Just, hurt too. Was he? Yeah, he, I mean, this week he's got a pair of injuries. Yeah, so I'm just worried about the takes in general. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you worried about old Hawkstrap? Not worried about Hawkstrap. Just just an off week against yeah. the Ravens. Just an off week. Um, I, I've got no no worries about the Hawkstrap. Two targets. Woof. The running game was essential for them on their first game. They established the run early, uh, which will lead into my matchup because I should have been playing Jamal Williams. Swift looked great. I'm just. I'm you just think Cephas will eat into Hawkinson's <clears throat> targets at all? Let's get out of this matchup and okay. go ahead and go into the uh, go into the matchup with myself and Davis. Okay. Um, oh, you don't want to hit Cook and Griff first. Golly, man, I really am forgetting about that man. Um, Cook and Griff. Let's get in there. You wanted to be oh. last. And Griff. There it is. All right, I had it. Thank you. 
Yeah, so for Alex Cook, Swift looked great, and he continues to look great. He keeps on having this lingering injury garbage that gives me hope for Jamal Williams, <laughs> but then he keeps coming out here and getting 20-piece games. So I'm like, what then is... Jamal Williams did okay, too, right? Yes, he did. He That's had a 15, 16-point game. So it's uh, you can it's still wise. play him. And even Matthew Barry on freaking Fantasy Football Today, whenever I was watching it on Sunday, said you can play both of them. He said that two weeks ago. He was wrong, but he does say that in a situation where you have both of them on your team, you can actually play both of them. Yeah. That's so crazy, strong man. take for him, but yeah, Swift is looking good. Tell me what you're seeing. Yeah, I had Swift there for sure, and then man, Devontae Adams, which I think a lot of it was on that last play. I don't remember what happened. I just know that he had a big, big play at the end of the game there. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it was either, actually. Yeah, but I mean, 18 targets, Dude. 132 yards and a touchdown. I mean, these Packers are. Well, I guess we just back. did the math then. It's Deontay, uh, or it's Najee, Devontae, Najee, and then Waddle yeah. for targets. Guess look at us. I didn't find Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Any uh, any issues with uh, Cook's team in this victory? Yeah, you got to wonder if um, Pitts is just not going to live up to the hype this season. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, Jacobs also. Just worried about his injury. I don't know yeah. if he was able to go ahead and get the handcuff there. I don't think he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, the RB depth in general, especially. Yeah, he was talking about his hurting RB depth. So, yeah, trying to recover from that, and I'll just honestly just lack of depth in general with this team moving forward. Uh, we're not hitting buys for a long time. I mean, yes, you can find the IU plug. He looks like he's fine in time. So, I, is Tree Cohen going to come out and shock the world? No. Okay. On what offense? They don't have an offense. True. So, tell me what your thoughts are on our boy Griff in the zero and three hole here. Antonio Gibson, good week. I think a lot of it was on one large catch, <laughs> so one large 73-yard catch. And those are the ones that you really can't rule out, and that's why watching some of those games matter is because if you can look at the stats and just be like, well, I mean, he freaking got eight points on one essential play, you rule that bad boy out and you get yourself another average, and I think you can find yourself actually pretty worried about an Antonio Gibson. Yeah, but you have to like that he's capable of that type of play at any given week. Yeah. but And that's against Buffalo. I've got a silver lining for uh, our boy Griff. What is it? I think Burrow's looking good. And I think, honestly, Burrow might find a start in a couple of these weeks because Lamar is not looking great. Or at least wow. it's hard to play Lamar. I guess it's just the Ravens. That's what I actually had as one of my negatives. The Ravens in general. Just the Ravens, the way that they're playing football, all that stuff. Again, almost losing to Detroit. They're just yeah. not doing well. And they're not doing what they – they looked good against Kansas. It's almost like they play up to their competition, right? Yeah. I like, we're John. good when we play good teams, then we're trash when we play trash teams. Yeah, I told you I'm very down on the Ravens Yeah, and Lamar. So, I don't know. I think Burrow being the silver lining here, this team can actually find a uh, – Can you find that start, though? Can you say, I'm going to start Burrow over Lamar at any point? Or does he have to get Lamar out of there, trade him away to somebody who believes in him so that he can free himself up to make that decision? I've got you. That's a great question. Let me go ahead and look at these uh, – let me look at this real quick. Just looking at their matchups here. And, I mean, if you look at Burrow – 18 passes and three touchdowns. So, I mean, this is a skewed week for him against Pittsburgh. I don't know. I think him against Jags and uh, and Lamar against a what's been a good Broncos defense, you can maybe find it. I want to believe in Burrow. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about Julio. Can you tell me what's going on there? Julio, man, I don't know. I didn't get to watch this last game. Um I know he's dealing with an injury now, so 
I have no idea, honestly, what happened last week. He actually looks good in general, so I don't. He was only out there for fifty percent of the snaps. I don't is even. Is age going to be a early. problem? I don't think so. I think he actually looks as good as he's looked in the last few years. So, just from the tape I've seen, from the games yeah. I watched, he looks good. It's kind of like a, a case of Benjamin Button. Is he turning back the clock like Tom Brady? Oh yeah, big what? time. He, Benjamin Button is not a. Uh, not a spell that you cast on somebody. No, it's a it's a curious case of Benjamin Button. It's. A, I want to watch that movie. It's time for a, me to watch that movie. Yeah, he ages in reverse. Yeah, I got, I got. <laughs> I, I don't know. We were doing our little thing over there, the little the wands. Yeah, what were we doing? Yeah, when Guardian Leviosa. <laughs> All right, quiet down eight and a half. All right, we got our third one. You put in some pre-work on that one earlier. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's why. You yeah, we were. He's got some wands in here, so uh, so we. Were, I was playing around with those, and yeah, it was a little pre-work. Yeah, always working, baby. Always working. Always. Like who was it last week in the group? Me, always working. Um, Troy Palomalo. Mm. Have you seen that commercial? Yes. I watch every commercial, no demand. So mm-hmm. sure, fine. Yeah, no Baker Mayfield, but it was a good one. Was that natural? Yeah. Not but, really. I mean, it was. A spell. It was a spell. It's the only spell that I thought of, and that's what I said earlier. Whenever you so those are all spells. submitted from Davis. Davis oh, said, like, hey, of all the options, here's three. Pick one. I was like, how about all three? How about all three? Well, there you like, go. Yeah. We did it. Yep. Maybe there's another one. I don't know. Oh, is there? We'll see. Okay. But yeah, that's what we've got for Griff. Let's go ahead and get into my matchup with the man himself, Davis. What we just okay. talked about. Well, do you have any worries for, for Griff? Uh, yeah, the Ravens' defense overall in general and Julio. Okay. If Julio's going to be injured and there's going to be lingering yeah. issues, he's going to have a problem moving forward. Yep. He's already 0-3. He's got problems in general. Yeah, true. All right, Ben and – and wait, did we say who – so I picked in that matchup, oh, I picked Cook. You. And you picked Griff and Cook won. So, I picked Griff? You did. Yep, you sure did. That's my point of two right there. Yep, you're down two at this point. Well, actually, no, you're down – Three. Down really? three. I picked Evan. You picked Isaac. Evan won. I picked Eric. You picked Luke. Eric won. I picked Cook. You picked Griff. Cook won. I went five of six on the week. You went two of six on the week. I could not feel more miserable right now. Yeah. I didn't well, think it you was could. that bad. You know, we want to know how you could? No. If we didn't. the packy chip. Nah. All right, into your matchup. I don't want to talk to... about it anymore. Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, we both picked Davis, and yeah. somehow you won. So let's talk about it. I won because Christian McCaffrey went out. Yeah, true. Um, I was watching that game, and I was like, oh, he did go off the field. He is in the blue tent. Sweet. I'm going to turn this game off. I feel <laughs> like oh, this is a win. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really did watch the game. When he got injured, I was like, I'm going to sleep. And um, too. He literally took himself out of the game and was like, Waving somebody on, and I was like, oh, "That's not good." Mm, I don't like that. Uh, that that's a that's a negative for Davis, just in the matchup in general. But I had some uh, some positives for him, and that was I really do like seeing Waddle get 13 targets down there on his bench, just from a, a bench play. I just think that moving forward, and obviously Brady is Benjamin Button, so yeah. 13 targets, 12 receptions, and 58 yards. That's just crazy. It is crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, those are literally just, like, dig routes where he's just like, boom, go get it. Yeah. What about that Cardinals defense pick? 18 points to your negative one points on your defense. Well, they had two – or they had a touchdown. So, I was – Yeah. That's a 19-point swing for him right there. But still. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough when Christian McCaffrey doesn't uh, 
And when you're playing AJ Dillon. Yeah, RB two is AJ Dillon. Yeah. Um, because Henderson's out. Yeah. Um, I tried to trade him Sony Michelle earlier in the week to give him that Rams spot. That wouldn't have helped him much either. He only got like eleven points. So well, eleven um, points would have been better. Would have been better. Would have been better. Um. Yeah. It but was, yeah, uh, Brady came roaring back. I was so surprised. He was having a crap game and then just like four hundred thirty-two yards popped off. Yeah. So, watching watching Brady's been interesting. Any uh, any positives? Any any negatives? Like concerns you have for Davis's team? Yeah, I think we hit it. It was um, obviously McCaffrey going down, and he didn't have enough fab capital to spend up for. I know for for old Hubbard. I literally was sitting there. Uh, I was with Kevin and Connor last night, and I literally said he has nine. He has twenty one dollars of fab left. Someone spend twenty two. And that's where I was at. And we'll get into that a little bit in the waivers whenever we touch on it. But yeah. that's all he's got. Right. Lesson learned. I mean, Elijah Mitchell is going to continue to bite him in the butt as potentially one of the worst fab investments. If this doesn't straighten itself out, Yeah. it's really going to be a, a bad mark on his team moving forward, preventing him from the Hubbard situation, preventing him from, you know, potential moves down the road. So It's a rough situation right now. We'll yeah. see if it rebounds for him. Let's uh, talk about my team real quick. Let's talk about it. Uh, Zeke I mean, went we, off. What? Zeke went off. Yeah, Zeke finally had a good game. It was good to see. Uh, and Pollard was in his place. Uh, so with just, I mean, still an eight point eight outing. Eight points. Yeah, it's not bad. Eleven carries. Um, Crazy. But yeah, just, I don't know. Um, my big concerns as I look at this team, Corey Davis and Devontae, just trying to figure out where their production has kind of fallen off again. In the Dallas game, you like to think that Devontae actually would have benefited from a, you know, uh, a game script like that, but still just not seeing it. So I am concerned. Those guys are going to be flex plays for me moving forward. If you do have interest in any of those guys moving forward, feel free to hit my inbox. Also, I do want to acknowledge yes, playing Sevis was a mistake up into the, like up into the actual, um, up until one o'clock. My lineup's always set honestly for everything at one o'clock. Like if I'm playing a Monday guy, it's decided by that time Sunday at one. So I really did. I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to put Connor in there, Williams in there, or Cephas. And I just thought, just in my defense. Yeah, I want to hear your thought process here. When I watched that Baltimore defense against Kansas City, their pass defense was terrible. Like, it was terrible. Any time that Kansas City wanted to just do an out route, check, and get five to six yards, I was like, dude, they're getting it instantly. And for whatever reason, they tried to play, or they tried to get, Edwards Lair going and it was it was ridiculous. So I was like, obviously, if I'm a if I'm a coach of the Detroit Lions, I look at their pass defense and I was like, it is flawed. So I literally decided to myself, I was like, well, the Baltimore's run defense was great. So I'm not gonna play the Jamal Williams guy. So I'm gonna play Cephas. And then James Conner, I mean, finding a start for him, that was one that's that's a that's a hard that would have been very, very difficult. But all that to be said is that the Baltimore's pass defense looked absolutely terrible if you were watching the last game. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I was going off of. So that's that's what I got. Beat me up for it. But yeah. luckily it didn't cause me a loss. But, I mean. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's a questionable call. Yeah, but A.J. Dillon over there in the RB2 spot as well, which was brought up, is just, you know, one for one there. Yeah, I you're suppose. right. You're right. It turned out to be a wash for you. you end up I got lucky. I got lucky. Um, positives for my team. I would love to hear any positives you got for me. Oh, Zeke and Mike Williams for sure. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. Zeke, you think so? You think Zeke's gonna be continuing on this path? You think this is more we need to expect from Zeke going forward? Uh no, 
I think it's just game script. I think it's just like they were they just beat that off that defensive line up from the start and it was game over from honestly from the beginning of the second quarter at that point. They were getting whatever they wanted on the ground. So it was just I don't know. We'll have to look into matchups moving forward, but I Carolina, they've got a strong defense. Yeah, against the Giants, New England, that's going to be tough, so we'll see. But I do like Mike Williams. My goodness, he looks great out there. I was streaming three games at the same time. I had Red Zone on the big TV. I had Kansas City Chargers in one, and then I had the Bears game going that I was listening to. It was a great time. Wow. That's a heck of a setup. Yeah, and the whole time I was trying to clean up my garage, and my AirPods were breaking connection with the thing, so it was hard for me to do that. Oh. Yeah, I was a little bit upset, but I didn't show it. Okay, that's good. Staying strong. Why bad things happen to good people? I know, right? Yep. Man, on. anything else you got to say about my team, about play, all that stuff? Um, oh, actually, I did want to notate some managerial stuff real quick that I saw. Curtis Samuel for Luke S. Making that waiver pickup last week on the waiver wire. So getting way ahead of it and having him on his IR. I just know that we're all listening to the footballers and fantasy pros and all this different stuff. And just now, the footballers are starting to say, hey, if you want to maybe take a stab at that guy and go ahead and get him. DJ Moore and Sam Darnold and that offense is looking good. I just think that's a pro move again. Lucas just seems to be I wanna, ahead. I want to point out, Curtis Samuel does play for the Washington football uh-huh. team now. Uh-huh. Interesting. Because, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the picture. <laughs> the picture is him at Carolina. Yeah. So that's what yeah. got me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Hubbard will probably eat into that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, somehow. Oh, man. But um, I mean, the number, if he turns up being the number two behind Scary Terry. Yeah. For Heineke. Yeah, I've got problems with Heineke, though, so I don't know. We'll see. I think Heineke's um, going to be fine. Cool. Any other takes? Any other things you want to say? No, I'm mad that you messed up my perfect week with your victory. Um, I really expect you to lose, and I'm going to need you to come through next time. Cool. So yeah. just a review on the uh, <laughs> on the pick is that I've, I found myself into an 0-3 hole. Everything that we separated on, I went on the L column, right? Exactly. So I'm at 13 points, um, and you are at 10 points. So that's 13. And what's the total possible? We've had three weeks of six matchups. 18. So 18. So 13 out of 18. Not bad. 10 out of 18, also not bad. Just not as good as 13. 10 out of 18, that's not great either. Yeah, it's over 50%. So. Yeah, just barely. All right. Yeah. Cool, that, that, that concludes our segment. Let's take another break real quick. All right. <sighs> Is that the crowd clapping for Yeah, my... the eight and a half cloud clapping for you being above three points in our pick'ems. So that is what that is about. So Great. congratulations to you having the three-point lead and me being in the deficit, but it is a long season as we talked about before. So long season. Would you say a long season or a long Susan? Oh, no, no, no. It was season. <laughs> yeah, season. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into our next segment here. We are going to get into our... Travers. Wades. Travers and Wades. Without the Wades. So Travers. One Wade. And one Wade. <laughs> Oh, God, Echo! I like how the Echo sticks around yeah. for a second. Like, hey, what's going on, huh, everybody? Uh, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, Chuba, let's get into the waivers. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, Chuba Hubbard, 
making an impact in our league by diminishing someone's fab total by $46. Eric Johnson went ahead and got him with a great price of 46 over 43. Yeah, I almost Very, went up to 51. Lot, you almost did what? I almost went up to 51 today. You talked yourself down. Talked myself down. Talked yourself down all the way to 42. How'd you get there? Yeah, I was... Man, I thought I would be good there. I didn't know if anybody... Because I knew that Davis couldn't get him, and he's the one that would want him the most. Right. So I, I just I couldn't give up that much fab for the rest of the season for maybe a couple weeks. Two to three weeks, yeah. yeah. Potentially lingering, mm-hmm. which you'll have to like play him on the bench a little bit to see whether or not McCaffrey's going to return to... 100% or not. But. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it's just, it's a risk anytime you put in a backup like that. I know we had a good week, but yeah, we'll see. But anyway, yeah, great bid by Eric. And I think Eric needed him pretty bad too. So it's fair yeah. that, you know, he's going to get them. So yeah. But I think I would have been fine if I did 51 after seeing it. You know, it's like afterwards you're like, man, yeah. I wish I had him now. You know? Yeah. But very, just uh very competitive bidding all the way through. Obviously. Yep. Davis doing everything that he can with 15 to get him. Yeah, he just threw it out. Um, and then, and then, I mean, I was sitting there just like, listen, he's got $21 at the time. Mm-hmm. So you put 22, that's at least it. So seeing that everybody was on board with that, obviously it's an unspoken thing. It's one of those things on the waiver where like you see something and you're like, God, I hope that the other 11 people are as smart as me, but, <laughs> but you know, or the other 10 people. Mm-hmm. So taking out Davis. But yeah, it's uh, it's good to see that this league has been really competitive on the waiver side of things, and that these bids are not getting out of control. Except for obviously Tiz's last week, but without that being, I mean, it's just it's it's uh, it's he's good for one of those this season. Yeah, it's good. Um, Peyton Barber going for two, so yeah. just want to. There's he's been getting a lot of attention with Jake, Josh Jacobs going out, so sure. a pick up there for Isaac and a drop of Mooney and an offense that will be invisible this whole entire season. Mm. So good choice there. Um, any other notables? Royce Freeman, two dollars, perfect bid by someone. Yeah, really nailed it. Knocked by, it out of the park. By someone. You check it. Peace easy. It's yeah. like oh, okay. Yeah, I put in the bid for Hubbard and then I was like, if that one doesn't go through, I'll put in a bid for Royce Freeman just on the outside chance he ends up getting some work in that offense. But yeah. it's just a it's just a flyer. I had okay. an extra roster spot because James White did me a, his service of putting himself out for the season. So a disservice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Schultz for Tunyon. Tunyon, I think that's a good little swap for Isaac for zero. Yeah, Tunyon on the waivers now. It's sad to see. Yeah, the uh, the question for Schultz is all just going to come back to, I mean, there's no way he can eat every single week. So yeah. when you play him in there, there's a good chance for a goose egg. True. Then we've got Cook putting a dollar on his kicker that he just wanted to go get for the Colts. He wanted to get his kicker back. <laughs> he wanted to get his Colts kicker back. Uh, you know how I feel about um, yeah, like spending money on a kicker honestly is the most ridiculous thing in the world, right? Yeah, because you can just go on the waiver and get another. There's always going to be a better. I mean, there's always going to be a kicker on the bench that's going to do more than. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the thing you just don't have to pay for him. You don't have to pay for him. You don't and, have to pay and for nobody him. else, literally zero people. Well, it's a little blankets. bit different though because he's an Indiana fan, right? That's so, true. He's, yeah, a, he's a homer pick for him, and and he's you know he got rid of him last week, and he God, he would have felt like a real deuce though if he'd like put out zero and then lost a tied bid with somebody for his guy. Yeah. True. But yeah, he put, he dropped him for, I guess, Hopkins last week. Hopkins put up five and Blankenship put up 10. He said, I'm not going to not believe in my Colts anymore. Yeah. I'm not, not, not do that no more. Yeah. I'm going to go get my guy back. I'm going to go get my guy back. $1. If I'm fighting anybody, it'll be Ben. I'm going to go get my guy back. Yeah. I'm going to get my guy back. Yeah. Because he's my guy. Goggles. 
My guy goggles. My guy goggles Blankenship. Baba. Baba. <laughs> All right. Ramondre Stevenson, good pick. Um, I thought about putting a bid on him as well. James White going down, but did not. Um, other than that, it looks like, oh, somebody picked up Brian Edwards back off the waivers. Yeah, he's back. He's Whatever. Back. And then Treat Cohen. Edwards back, 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 back again, again, again. Edwards back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Edwards back, Edwards back. Edwards back, Edwards back, Edwards back, Edwards back, Edwards back. Okay, all right. Let's go ahead and conclude the trade no, and Wade. There was one Wade. That okay, we one Wade. One Wade. Sorry. Uh, Tiz right, and Kevin excited. Wallace. Tiz picking up Cooks for Woods. So yeah. Kevin Wallace stacking his roster with two Rams wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And I've got some insight into this, so let me just go ahead and pull it up a is little it bit. A, is it a handcuff? Here's situation? how I justify it. Here's how I justify it. Case cup goes we would, down. He would serve as my flex at the most. I've benched Cooks every week. If I were to, if I were to want to start Woods, he would have outperformed the players I have started as my flex every week, with the exception of week three, and that was only by one point. These are my worst dual wide receiver. There are worse dual wide receivers to have. That is the truth. This is straight out of the horse's mouth himself. I don't have any friends as horses. <laughs> Give me your best horse impression. No. <laughs> no. I act like a horse all the time with Nora, dude. You oh, yeah? You, you a horse guy? I'm a horse boy because she loves the horses. She calls them Nay-Nays, all right? Nay-Nays? Yeah. Does she know that that's not their scientific name? Yeah, but it's too cute to correct her. Absolutely, 100%. All in on that word. Yeah. Nay-Nays. So this wasn't a situation where he was going to pick him up in case Cup goes down, Woods just becomes a baller. It's that in case he wants to play him also along with Cup, so that is the thought process behind it. It's just that he's been outperforming his flux every single time, and if it is the case that Cups goes down, why not? Sure. So okay, it's a I don't I don't give a, a slant to anyone here in this situation. I say yeah, great activity, good stuff. No, and if Cup goes down, I have to see Woods going up. Right. So, I mean, good move by Kevin. And I think Cooks has been good. I mean, he's been the only wide receiver there for the Houston team there. So, and he looks good. I really yeah, good. I think it makes sense on both sides. If you look at it from that perspective. A nice balanced trade by both parties. Sure. Are you the godfather? A nice sa- A nice solid trade. I get no respect. I get no respect. Wait, that's Wait. not godfather. I get I get no I get no respect. Wait. Get no respect. That's no Rodney respect. Dangerfield. No. You had a good start. I get, no. no, don't talk about respect. That's Dangerfield. That's not Godfather. No. Talk about your family. My family. It, yeah, there you go. My family. Come to me the ask neighbor. for a favor. The neighbor. They, they come to me. They, they ask for a favor. They, they ask for me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, we're done with Travers and Wades. Travers and Wades is done. We're taking another break. Shots fired. I get no respect. I get no respect. <laughs> Spot on, brother. Spot on. <laughs> <That's> so... <laughs> I get 
give me your best godfather. I get no respect. Yeah, hey, hey, I hey, get hey. my family. <laughs> Going to oh, dude. All danger right. field. Mailbag time. Let me just. Mailbag time, baby. <laughs> that one got me. Oh, man. That you like good. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's going to be a good segment. Um, I'm really excited about it, dude. And so what I'm going to do is, let's see, I think that I screenshotted all of them so that I have them, but let me just make sure. We're ruffling through knapsacks. Dude. So here's the thing. Now we're here. Knapsack, not ruffled. Um, mailbag. Okay. Mm-hmm. The entry could not have been more perfect from Isaac Meisner. Just yeah. to kick it all off. Oh, yeah. Let me just say it out loud so that everybody can hear it. Read and it to me. I'll just read it. And baby voice, because I feel like this helps me enunciate. Great. Isaac again here. First time caller into the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network Division Mailbag segment. Dot, dot, dot. Insert question. I think that was so perfect. Yeah, that was great. That was amazing. Oh, gosh. That. So, yeah, I'm just really excited. And um, so, with that being said, we've got a slew that we're going to get to. Honestly, we'll probably just be able to get to all of them. We're just going to fly through these. They're going to be they're going to be fun, enjoyable. Um, they're going to be questions presented to both of us, but I'm going to present some of them to you, uh, and then we'll just kind of knock them out together if that's yeah, okay. I've seen none of them. So. Yes, you have no prep for this. Yeah, hit me. Okay. Um, let me make sure that again. I've got. I think I screen shared it all of them, except for Isaac's. Perfect. Um, okay, here you go. From now, you can submit these anonymous, and there will be a few that are synonymous. But starting synonymous? this one off, um, anonymous. Synonymous? Okay, okay. What's the synonymous anonymous hippopotamus? Million. What? It's synonymous hippopotamus. Hip hop anonymous. Hip hop anonymous. Thank you, yep. sir. That's hip hop. Funky hip, fresh. Hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. Hip hip hop. A hip hop. Hip to the hip, hip hop the don't stop to the bang bang boogity don't stop the booty to booty to booty to be. Yeah. Hip hop, hippie, hippie to the hip, hip hop, you don't stop a dick to the bang bang boogity. Yeah. Did the bang bang boogity don't stop the That was almost as good as Schmidt's rap in that video. Because the players gonna play like they do, like they did. You have my heart. You have my heart. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Question for the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network Division Mailbag segment. What is it? Will Evan S. go into fantasy retirement down in Florida if he wins the Fight Club League Championship this year? Mm, this is a great question. Great question. What's your gut reaction to that? I'd like to think that Evan is committed to this league and he's going to find a way to get here for auction day every single year that's what i'd like to think i'll let you know he's gonna get light up if he doesn't yeah that's true he understands he understands he definitely understands i mean it was quoted in the group me that he was like can we not schedule one day and it be labor day like that is draft day and you can't make it then you're a freaking idiot and if he said himself in his presentation if you don't care about the league the league doesn't care about you if you don't care about the league (laughs) and that's that'll be i mean that'll be heartbreaking if he decides to retire and yeah Go out on top, which is a great way to go out. And but do you think he'll actually win this year? Absolutely not. 
Oh, I think it was, uh, it was absolutely in there, but it is a not. Okay. Not, yeah, so absolutely not. Okay. Um, which we can go back into our playoff predictions, which actually might be a mailbag question in the future. Uh-huh. Do you think he's going to retire? I, uh, I don't think he's going to retire. I don't think he's going to retire. I think that he's been a crucial part of this league. So taking a serious moment here, he's been a crucial part of, of this league. Yep. He's helped establish that he's worked as hard as anybody. Um, not recently, but at the beginning, establishing it and working it. I mean, he loves fantasy football, and I don't think he's going to leave this great league. Mm-hmm. So, yep. those are my personal thoughts. I'd be crushed if he did. Yep. Let me make sure here I've got some battery. All right. Uh, I've got another one. Good. Ready? Let's just get rolling. Would love to come up with you. So, less of a question and more of just like, do you guys mind if you guys do this? Um, a live speed tier list. So, for me and you to do this live and create in our league a speed tier speed tier fastest guys in the league oh just like physical ability yes running fast do you mind to uh pull up the names real quick and let's you probably know the athletic um acumen of the a lot of these guys better than i do i haven't seen all these guys in action so let's um let's do this i've got the list here let's just name between me and you our top three fastest people who we would anticipate to be the fastest people Okay. Okay. I'm looking here at the list of players. And you know, I think I've got my top three. And this is just going to help for, oh, are you setting up the all, all, all 12 of them? Setting up all 12 right now? No, no, I'm going to, I'm trying to pick out my top three. I think I've got mine, so you just let me know whenever you're ready. This is a sprint, by the way. This is a this is a speed tier. So this is a maximum miles per hour. Okay, just a acceleration, line to line. We're not talking about endurance. Mm-hmm. Man, okay. Um, well, that is tricky. I mean, it's a hundred yard dash. It's a hundred yard dash is what it is. Yeah, I'm not. Because sure. my endurance ran out on Evan, and Evan beat me. It definitely was because I had the lead early. Sure, yeah, yeah. I did have it early. Right, yeah. I let out of the box. Yeah, I can't get no respect. It's my my family. <laughs> they, yeah, I get no respect. All right, I think I have my top three. I don't it's feel great. It's my family. I get no respect. They don't respect me. I have to kill them. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Now, now you're oh, on it. That's not how it works. Now you're on it. All right, yeah, I've got mine. I don't feel great about it. I feel great about, like, maybe one or two of them, but I don't really know. You know, I've got mine. I feel strongly about the top two, and I think my third one is kind of a, a hodgepodge. Okay, you ready? Yep. Which number one? at the same time, or are we just going to – oh, we'll just say him. <coughs> my, my number one's Luke. Luke. Stoltz. Oh, interesting. I've never seen him run, but it seems like he's a fit guy. He's an athletic specimen. I mean, absolutely, 100%. Okay. He's not in my top three. Really? No, he's not. Okay. Alex Cook is, I think, the fastest person in our league. Okay. I think he is. All right. He's fit. He's active. I think that he's got the, the sprint speed. Okay. Okay. Who's I'll name two? my number two first. Mm-hmm. I think our number two, my number two, mm, maybe I'm a little bit hesitant now on my number two. Hmm. Mm, okay. My number two is going to be 
I'm gonna say, mm, I'm gonna say Isaac. Isaac is my yeah. number two. He played soccer. I feel like he's he's got some sprint speed in there. I think he's a sleeper, but I've got him as my number two. Isaac is my number two. I'm locking that in. What do you got for your I number two? I put Connor as my number two. Yeah. Because I've I've seen him play basketball and stuff like that, so I feel like I feel like he's got some speed. I feel like he's sneaky fast because he's mm-hmm. he's a taller guy. Yeah. And then my number three is your number one cook. So, okay. So at least I feel good about that one. If we're my number three, three is, I think it's Kevin. Kevin, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's between Griffin and Kevin for number three on my list, but wow. that's what I got. So we only match on one, but that is I, I I believe your rankings more than mine because I haven't seen all these guys in action. It's a hodgepodge right there at the end though. Kevin Griffin, Evan, Evan might be able to find the third spot there. Evan, do you really believe in Evan now? Well, we actually did a race. I mean, you were there. Griffin, oh, if you look at the video, was right there actually. Now he was running in grass, he was running in slacks. Like there's a lot of things to. Yeah. But I think if anything, Griffin is probably faster than both me and Evan because it showed that he was like right there with us. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that if he was on the track, he would have had. Sure. So. That's true. I didn't take that into account. Yeah. I just I don't know. It's worth his honorable mention for my top three then. Yeah. There you go, Griffin. You're my honorable mention top three. All right, what are you just saying? He's my honorable mention for oh, okay, top three. thank you. <laughs> Me? No, not you. Definitely okay. not you. You've got to prove that. you got to get back out there. Golly, you that's prove so it. bad. Um, let's see. So I've got one that, yeah, we'll, we'll get into this. I'm going to. Knapsacks, knapsacks, knapsacks. So from Anonymous, okay. Anonymous, one, two, three, four. Uh, funny that you say that, but no, I mean, anonymous person. I, I'm okay. not going to give out the details. Okay. Um, question to the league question to the, the, um, this is a submitted entry from, let's see here from anonymous first time caller into the pump fake multimedia conglomerate industries incorporated at the podcast network mailbag segment. Yeah. They started it that way too. Yep. Is Davis overrated? Is Davis overrated? Overspent, unable to get CMC handcuffed. Will his team lose again this week? From Anonymous. That's the question I have as well. He's banged up. He's without his star running back. Daryl Henderson's banged up. Eli Mitchell is a big question mark. He's got some strong receivers, but Cooper's been pooping the bed. Yeah. I think I'm not sleeping on this. I think this is a great find from from whoever submitted this. Mm-hmm. I think that. I've been asking my question this as well. Uh, you, you don't like the dud that he put up this week, uh, but I've been asking about his management in general just because there's a lot of bad moves here that if compounded and his season kind of takes a dip, it's really going to look bad for him. That's what I'm getting at is that I'm not sleeping on this waiver thing. $61 is no joke. And I mean, I don't care what podcast thing you're listening to that says that it's fine for you to go in more than, over half your budget or 75% of your budget, whatever. I, I mean, I want you to get your guy, but I'm just saying like, it really is, it played out really, really well in this scenario that it's like you overspend on somebody who hasn't given you anything yet. Well, the injury, I mean, I, I, I know that, it, but it, it could be reversed where sure. Eli Mitchell goes out there and just goes crazy right. style uh, yeah. and he looks great. So then it's just unlucky. I would say that's a that's bit just, of unlucky. I would agree with that. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying I'm not hitting him hard because I guess I'm not in the shoes and I'm not seeing the injury. I'm just seeing no production out of a guy that was spent. So you're right. But I, it is rough because he spent not only that, but he also spent on other players to right. completely tank his budget. Yep. 
and then not being able to get the handcuff that's where mm-hmm. things compound and you're just like well yeah where are we uh, i think if you if you what we can learn here from this lesson yeah is if you do go out and you spend that much and you've got like a number one pick guy you go ahead and say well if my handcuffs on the waivers i'm gonna go ahead and pick them up for zero dollars right now because yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get him later. I never not have the handcuff for Zeke. I've had Zeke in two of the last three years. Mm-hmm. I always have Pollard, and it does suck like not having that bench spot yeah. and being able to have the waiver flexibility. But I've never not had him. And CMC being in the same category where it's just that guy who he's so elite that when he falls off, the offense is triggered around him. So I'm wondering why not getting Chubbard in the handcuff even at the draft. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there could be arguments made of, like, you don't know that Hubbard's actually going to be the backup. He's a okay. rookie. Oh. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of arguments you could make for having the handcuff. But there are a few handcuffs that are elite, like Madison Pollard, that I think you've got to have if you've got the guy. Okay. Good answer. Good question. So but, yeah, to the I think. Fight, most immediate conglomerate industries incorporated. Back segment. Sorry, what? He could be trending down. It looks <laughs> like he could be trending down. He may have peaked too early. He's got some tough injuries he's dealing with. He could be on the way down. Time will tell. We shall see. Another entry that will remain anonymous. Is Patrick P. the worst team in the league? This is fair. Lowest point scored. Only win versus Eric J. From anonymous submitted to the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated mailbag segment. I'll speak into this first. Uh, I feel like you have a good um, perspective on this. Objectively speaking... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I am the worst team in the league by all um, statistics. Oh, man, the, uh, uh, except for my wins and losses. Eight and a half like that. Good joke. Yeah. No, I, you I, see that? Patrick just said he's the worst team in the league. But. But. Big butts. I'm not the worst manager in the league. And that's where moves come in. There will be moves made. And I don't have the worst players in the league. I think that we can have some quick overreactions to some underperforming weeks. Um, because I know if one week my whole team showed up, if Kamara and Kittle also showed up, I would have had a win that week. Mm-hmm. Um, Susan didn't bless them. Yeah, exactly. Last week I went up against a buzzsaw of Kevin. So even if my team really performed, I'm not sure I could have got that win. So I could be two and one right now. If my whole team performed and the people that were not performing were my star players, Kamara mm-hmm. and Kittle. So I still have hope. And I still believe in my ability to manage my way to some victories. But I do believe my team right now is the worst, statistically speaking, through three weeks. Yep. You answered the lowest points thing. That's the one that I would harp on. It's just like, where do you see the cure for that? And I do agree with you that it's through Kamara and Kittle getting on track. So, yeah. And then you, my, can, you had the conversation with Susan. I think things are going to be just fine for you. Yeah. We've had two big injuries, too. I mean, most Mostert and then White, who's been surprisingly good. Definitely Mostert. Definitely Mostert. Mostert was huge. Yeah. The Mustard. We got a submission from Evan S here. What are your updated playoff projections after week three, after three weeks, three weeks of action? What's our updated playoff records? Um, that's going to require a lot of time, time that I don't necessarily know we can go all the way into, but while I pull up the app real quick, why not? i look at the standings. Yep. Yeah, I don't know in reference to the in reference to the power rankings, which we don't have to work off those if we don't want to, but uh, I still like Isaac. Um, you got to look, obviously, at the, the 3-0 teams. You got to put them up there. I'm not putting – I mean, Isaac or 
Evan, I guess I'll answer this just because he submitted the question. I think he's able to slip in the playoffs, opening up three and zero. That's what I'll yep. say. Finding it's... the six, finding the seventh win for this guy that's already three and zero. It would be honestly devastating uh, if he did not make the playoffs, starting out three and zero. That's one. Yeah, I mean, I like Kevin. I like Luke. Uh, I mean, I could I could pull up actually all of my playoff people and actually see if I'm yeah still on track. I'm switching Tiz for Kevin, for sure in my playoff picks. Yeah. Um, I had Poop as the I had Tizver as the Poop as the Poop Factor champion. He finds his way out of the playoffs just barely uh, and actually falls down. But yeah, I've got Connor. I've got you, um, Patrick. I've got. Davis, so maybe that's a sketchy one if we're gonna back out on if Davis is for real or not. But I've got Isaac, I've got Kevin, and I've got Lucas, and I still feel very strongly about that moving forward. Again, if Evan S finds a spot, maybe he's kicking out Connor at a slow start into the season. But again, we got 17 weeks, so I, I, I we shall see. I think the only one I would switch out at this point is Tiz for Kevin. I still think Connor makes it. I think Luke makes it. I think I find a way to make it. And I think Davis and Alex Cook make it. So I feel good about five of my six uh, because I have to believe in myself. That's the only other team I might take out is me. You do so, have to believe in yourself. So okay. I, I would switch Tiz for Kevin. And other than that, I still feel good about most of my other picks because I do think Davis can get in there, uh, especially once McCaffrey's back. So, Yeah, it's good. Okay, I got a question from Lucas. What is uh what is Susan's idea of a perfect date? <laughs> Just threw my phone on the ground. <laughs> Could you get my phone? It's by your foot. Yeah, um, make sure Kev, or make sure Susan doesn't walk in while I'm in this compromising position. Patrick, don't do right. for me. Here you go. I'm up. I'm back. Thank you. Well, thank you. So, Patrick, if you don't mind to set this up for me, can you actually ask me? What the question was again, please. Just please. Uh, can you remind me the question? Sure, I can remind it. Remind me, and then I'll ask you. Well, I will say, what is Susan's idea of a perfect date? Okay, Susan, thanks for coming to the dojo. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Heard my name, just walked right on in. You're showing me your anus. It was kind of weird, but I'm hot for now. Mm-hmm. And. We're happy to have you. I know you have a busy Thank schedule. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Seeing a lot of men. I know men. On many fields. Kittle and Camara, as recent as last week. And boy, am I hot for cup. Yeah. I'd like to, you know, just have a, just keep some examples in mind of some, some time you've spent with these men recently. And what would be, you know. I remember it fondly. It's hard to forget. Yeah. That's great. So go into detail on this, on this answer, Susan, whenever you get into the question being, what is your ideal date when you're spending time with these men out there? Um, what 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 really gets you going? Patrick, I'm yes. so glad you asked. Oh, I'm so glad that you're um you're here and you and you're open. It starts with breakfast in bed every time. Oh, so you start your date in bed. <clears throat> interesting. That's uh, it's an interesting one for me. So you have yeah. them come to your house in the morning, or because obviously. Otherwise, what you'd be insinuating is the date started the night before. Well, I'm a fantasy god. I'm not pulling any punches here. People know what I am, and I am what I am. Sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. It starts 
in the morning, breakfast in bed, gosh darn it, I get rewarded for my duties last night. And is it is it a is it a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning? I guess it is depends on the guy. Morning? Oh, is this a, no, that doesn't make a lot You're of right. sense. It is a Tuesday morning. Yeah, no hanky panky before game day, Susan. Week, a long week of Sunday fun days and wonderful Mondays and blessing and anointing so many players with my my gifts. Yeah, I wake up Tuesday morning with breakfast in bed with whoever performed the best. Oh, so you pick the top on the week and. That's what I do. Yeah. I bless them from a point of standpoint. So, with that being said, we wake up Tuesday morning and we get prepared for a great week of waivers and trades. Travers and Wades? Travers and Wades, yes, yeah. I am familiar. Okay. Um, but after breakfast in bed, I like to go to the bathroom and actually just take a big old poopy. Yeah. And I sit on the toilet. I actually don't sit in the toilet seat. Okay, that's interesting. So before we get into that, I do yeah, have sure. a question. All of this happening, is this um, your personal bed, or do you actually go? Oh, yes, absolutely. My personal bed 110% of the time. So whoever they are, they're they're coming to meet you. You, you don't go to them. You should see my house out in Canterham. It is lovely. You would love it. Would you like to come over sometime, Patrick? Uh, I, maybe you can hang out with Kittle and Kamara some more. Yeah, you know. absolutely. I love those gentlemen. They'd be welcome anytime. They actually have a key to my back door, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> Eight and a half, quiet down. Okay, so talking about my day, I like to get a nice poopy in right in, right after breakfast in bed. Yeah, I mean, I like it, to do it alone. Yeah. Okay, so whoever it is that may have, you know, been with me the night before. I like for them to leave the room. Well, Susan, I like to let me... eat breakfast in bed by myself. Tranquil moment. Mm-hmm. And then go to the bathroom. Lay me a big deuce. Yeah. You were going to say something? Let me just say, Susan, I, I appreciate that about you. I respect you so much for that. Because if they can't take you at your worst, they can't have you at your best. You know, Susan? So. What would make you think that I'm at my worst? Just the, the deuce part. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful thing about being a fantasy guy is it's always clean breaks. Oh, oh that's good. But we good. do have to go to the bathroom. Because we have to dump out all the crap from the fantasy week yeah. before, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just sitting right on the porcelain, not on the seat as well. So I like the, I like how cold it is. <laughs> I like it on my cheeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, so then for lunch, love lunch. Um, if I'm not doing breakfast in bed, I will say this. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to Chick-fil-A and getting the Chick-fil-A chicken burrito. Okay, so this is not a Sunday for sure. This has got to be any other day of the week. It has to be a Monday or a Tuesday. That is correct. Okay, so with that being said, the week is after going to the bathroom, we come out, he comes back up, they come back up, whoever they is. uh, We have pleasantries again. After the pleasantries, we get back to our normal schedule of walking in the park, grabbing some ice cream, then we go to lunch. Fantasy gods don't have diets, so we can actually just kind of eat whatever we want. Hmm. But we take on the appearances of a lot of people that you know, and we oh. walk around and interact, and it's actually quite fascinating. This is great insight. I love so yeah, that. we have our ice cream, we go on walks. If I'm located, uh, my house is on the beach, so we do go uh, walk on the beach. The Caterham Beach that, yeah, that we all know and love. Beach. Yeah, and um. And then we usually find our way back to the house, have some more pleasantries, and 
Um, and then usually it's about that time that I've got to figure out how to, how you say, break it off of them. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, kind of cut it where it is and just say, get out of my life. Mm-hmm. And if it's a recurring relationship, they'll find their way back and I trust me. And then the rest of that night I watch uh, shows by myself until I stumble upon my next, uh, my next member. What shows are you into these days, Susan? My shows that I watch, uh, I, 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 I watch a lot of Monday Night Football, um, a lot of Sunday Night Football, uh-huh. a lot of Sunday familiar. Night Games, okay. love it when Tony Romo's on the call, mm. I watch a lot of Sunday 1 o'clock games, sometimes I'll find myself watching Thursday games, very rarely though, do I watch Thursday games, those are actually more meant for Ed and for Jorge. So, mm-hmm. I usually am busy on Thursdays. So, yeah. Those are the shows I watch. Okay. Well, you know, I this is great. I Thanks, Patrick, for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm uh, looking forward to the next time I can be on. Patrick, you're looking very charming these days, by the way. Am I tell you, your calves look fantastic. Wow, thank you. I mean, really been putting in the work on the calves, so it's All nice right, somebody noticed. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. I was uh, talking to Susan. Yeah. Did you? Were you here for that, Ben? Did you hear I that? I stepped you... out. She said, I saw her on the way out. Yeah. She smacked me on my butt. It was kind of weird. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. It's going fine. into the next mailbag and the final mailbag of this segment, if you remember that that's what we're doing. Um, I wanted to talk to you about, I <laughs> uh, wanted to talk to you about, again, final question in the mailbag. This is, this is really great. This is from Connor Fulkerson. Mm, not anonymous. Not anonymous. I received a trade offer from Evan S included in the picture below. Ah. I thought it was very insulting. Do you all think it was even, or would you be as insulted as I was for the mailbag? Let's get into it. Yep. So this was an offer made uh, from Evan S to Connor. And this was the details. Najee Harris and Tyree kill. Okay. I've heard of both of those guys. For Montgomery and Debo Samuel. Uh, just to clarify, uh, the statistics. Yeah, just to, just to get off to a good start here. That is my number. This is Connor telling me this. That's my number six RB and the number 13 wide receiver for his number 19 RB and 10 wide receiver. Sure. Plus, mine have much higher draft capital. Um, now. Just at face value, I need you to say yes or no. Is that fair? No. Thank you. I thought this was very interesting that Connor uh, sent this to me because, weird enough, I also, um, let me. Bluetooth disconnected. Thank you. Sorry. Um, I also got an offer from Kevin, or sorry, from Evan Shacklett. Uh-huh. And it seemed oddly familiar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was so Zeke let me involved? just. Huh? Was Zeke involved? Let me just read it off to you. Okay. Zeke, Pollard, the handcuff, and Kelsey. Okay? Yeah. For Noah Fant, <clears throat> David Montgomery, and Debo Samuel. Okay. So, my response to that was, you're insane. No counter will be given to a low ball offer like that. Okay, fair. I said, I'm not mad. We're just off by a lot. Yeah. So. Um, How do you take that? Uh, he said, damn. <laughs> you really thought he was going to get that one through, huh? And then for Connor, he said, sorry, 
thought it was fair. Maybe that is why you're struggling with this season. <laughs> so I just want to let everybody know uh, Evan Shepard's a monster out there. He's a monster. He's a monster. He's not making fair offers. Give Low a balls. No record. He's just going to bulldoze you. These are just. Yeah. So. Yeah, that one's pretty clean cut. Not a lot low. Of low offers. Yeah, low offers. I, I agree. Yeah, um, there's not much countering to do from that point. No. That's ridiculous, dude. I just that kind of crap. That kind of crap. Let. In this nope. session, let. <laughs> But let me tell you this, and don't forget what I say. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, and I'll tell you something else. Let me tell you something before you even start in. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something else, and don't you ever forget this. You tell me something I don't know. Let me tell you something, okay? That's ridiculous. That deserves to be punished. If you are deciding to trade with Evan, I would actually just recommend that you don't. He's 3-0. He's looking to improve at this situation. I think that the punishment should be with these kind of low ball offers, not just to me and Connor, maybe there's other parties involved. If you are one of those people, come out in the group me and let us know. Yeah. But this is not confidential information. I'm glad that we've got record of it because it's very, very ugly for the Evan Shacklett organization, in my opinion. Yeah, this laundry is being just displayed in front of the entire league right now. Which I think it rightfully should. I mean, do you think that there's any, like, uh, secrecy to the trades? Like, whenever you present something, I like to think that you're presenting something respectable enough that even if it was publicized, that you would not be embarrassed. Yeah, I think it's our responsibility if we hear about something like this to report it to the league. Thank you. I think it's our duty. 100%. 100%. Okay. Um, wow. So, mailbag questions. Uh, we did it. Thank you for everyone for submitting your 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 questions. We really enjoyed going through them and uh, and very, very excited. Um, yeah, man, that was just great. I just like the mailbag. I, a lot of fun times. I'll make sure that you get to present some of the questions next time. I apologize for having to surprise you out of the blue like that. I loved being surprised, especially oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, I thought Susan may stop by. I didn't know we we're going to have such a good discussion, though. Did you name me? No, I'm sorry that you have to, you feel the need to come back from Caterham no, every time. I hear my yeah. name. I just don't like people talking crap about me. Oh, you know, I would... when I crap, I crap Tuesdays in the morning after my breakfast in bed with my pleasantries. Yeah, and it's a clean break every time. I know all about it. Thanks okay, thanks for stopping yeah. by. Just hang out with Kamara, Kittle, anybody else you see on my team. Just, oh, Kittle, there he goes. I'm going after him. Yeah, get out there. Susan just ran right by me. Where's she going? I really think she's on my side. I think she's really into the Kittle. I think Kittle's hot to try. I think she's into the Kittle. She's tasting the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's take another break before we get into our next segment here. Um and then close out this podcast, huh? Ah. Eight and a half was excited that we got back uh, from our bathroom break and or whatever we just did. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't actually. Okay, whatever. Let's move into. <laughs> let's move into the uh, the next segment here. We're going to get into our. We got to get into pickums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's do That's it. what I heard. <laughs> let's freaking do it. Oh, man. I'm afraid my phone's going to die. Oh. 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 
Which percentage are you working with? Three. You need this? I might. Let me, let me doink that thing. Oh, God. Jesus. Sorry. I got it. Don't worry. No. Uh, is this thing plugging into anything? Huh? Plug it into the lamp, bro. I love lamp. Plug it into your laptop, bro. We're, we're ruffling through knapsacks to charge the phone because otherwise, I mean, we're not going to be able to tell what Ben's pickums are. It's very important. All right. So let's get into these here pickums and okay. What uh, what matchup would you like to start with? Connor and Eric. Who is Connor? Who is Eric? I'm glad you asked. Connor is a genie in a bottle, and Eric is Waller, Texas Ranger. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, we've got some charge. All right. Let's get into this. Um, yeah, so Connor and Eric pulling it up right now. Ruffling through a knapsack here too. And bada bing, bada boom. Very excited. Tell me who you are picking. Are you ready? Three, two, one, Connor. Eric. God dang it. All right. It's an opportunity for me to get back in control. Connor, tell me why you've got Eric. Because I'm riding that wave. Riding that surfboard. wave. Surfboard. Surf, surfboard. I think Eric is surfboard. on the rise. He's got a lot of good matchups this week. I really believe in some of his players right now. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Darren Waller. And Cleveland's and he, defense and, has looked good, though. I'm worried the about biggest thing, Ben, the biggest thing, yeah. picking up Hubbard. Yeah, it's a big pickup. It's the right pickup for him. But I just, when I look at the comparison, I'm like, <clears throat> Herbert's going to have a great game against Las Vegas. Sure. Okay. Najee has he shown did. that he's well against he Green hand. Bay. I'm not saying that it wasn't close, but it's just hard to, okay. Yeah. Chris Carson. Um, I don't know. I guess it's really going to be up to whether or not he'll decide to explode or not. Get back on track or not. Yeah. He's just got some tough matchups this week. Yeah. Okay. McLaurin. I did. I did like that with Atlanta again. It's just whenever people play Atlanta, it's not even that there's a lot of points sometimes. It's just there's no defense involved. Sure. So. But you don't like Heineke. <laughs> say it again. But you don't like Heineke. You think Heineke's going to show up this week for Scary Terry? It doesn't matter when 11 people on the other side of the freaking thing don't show up. You, they yeah. play pass and catch a practice all day long. Yeah. Well, all right. So you've got him. We'll uh, see. Yeah, we, we shall see. I am I am nervous. So we'll freaking see. All right, next pick them. What matchup do you want? Davis and Lucas. Okay. And that is a – oh, wait, hold on. Actually, I pulled this up. So, for the record, um, Connor and Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson is one and three versus Connor. All time. Hmm. One and three. So, just going to keep up with these as we go. <clears throat> Let's move on to the Davis Lucas. Obviously, the matchup stats. They haven't played each other before. This will be their first matchup. Out of division play, uh, which is something. Actually, we didn't really even talk about. I mean, we're officially out of division play. I mean, true. So, doesn't really matter. Let's get into the dealio here. Davis and Lucas. Three, two, one. Lucas. Okay, yeah. Got Lucas in this one. Uh, I just like this matchup better. Davis is dealing with, obviously, the injury to CMC. Um, Henderson also dealing with an injury that's also going to hurt him. 
And I Lockett has got some he's got some hip issues. Hip injuries are hip issues are they're scary for me. Hip stuff is like back stuff. It's like it's there's a lot of moving pieces and all that. Mm. So I questionable there and I like the uh I like Barkley against uh New Orleans and yeah, it's just teams looking strong and teams gonna be able to take Davis down. Yep, I agree. Um yeah, I think uh Luke has some players playing well at the right time and yeah, even Jonathan Taylor should have a good opportunity to bounce back this week. I do so think I like it'd it. be the high highest scoring matchup of the uh the week. You think so? Yep. This is the one, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Ready to move on to the next one? Ready. Tiz and Griff. Okay. Now, noted that these guys are Tiz is 0 and 3 versus Griffin. Okay. All time. Great. This is also 0 and 3 versus 0 and 3. Honestly, the loser of this, you might as well just get practicing for the suit. Think so? Do you think I don't think that they 0 and 4 doesn't necessarily lock in worst record, but I do think you solidify yourself as not making the playoffs. You have to make a pretty historic run to make the playoffs, in my opinion. So, or you have to get the points going. Yeah, which either of these parties, I don't think, yeah, have been doing that. So, um, which yeah, it's early, but yeah, to go 0 and 4, I think you can essentially knock yourself out of the playoffs. But we shall see. Okay, ready to say your pick. Three, two, one, Pittsburgh. Yep, we finally get him getting his first win of the week, um, and he ultimately breaks the streak of not being able to beat Griff here. It was hard because I do think Griff is due. Like I do think a win is coming, and it's going to be kind of like the Eric Johnson one against Luke S. It's going to be a surprise to us. So trying to hop on that bet whenever it does come ready, but it's not this week. Um, what did you like about Tiz in this matchup? Yeah, it's just I look at Tiz's team and on. You know, the face value. On paper. It, it does look, look good. Yeah, exactly. It looks good. It doesn't look like an 0-3 team for sure. Right. And he picked up Cooks this week, who I think is a solid wide receiver too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this, he's got to get his big players to show up. Chubb, Eckler, Ridley. And yeah. he's got Matt Stafford at the top slinging that rock. I just I believe in his team. And, yeah, I, just, I think the issue with Griff has been a lot of depth and not a lot of stars that have been showing up. So I think he's going to continue to struggle because of that. 100%. I agree. We're on the same page. I like it. So we've covered that one. Let's go ahead and do Cookie versus Kev. Okay. Three, two, one. Kev. Kevin. Yep. Wow, my, my deck in the box. My deck in the box, baby. We are lock unity this week. Yeah, except for the first one. Except for the first one. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I uh, I'm liking Cup. I'm like I'm liking DJ Moore, which we didn't even talk about earlier. I'm looking like he's having a really great season. Looking um looking very very looking like man just a a great value and a great wide receiver too just to have plugged in there consistently with Sam Darnold slinging that puppy. Dak Prescott against uh, Carolina, so that's going to be a great game for him to be watching. Carolina versus Dallas, oh, he's going to love that. Hmm. Um, and then he obviously, yeah, has gone ahead and moved in James Robinson into that RB two slot to uh, to see, yeah, what's going to happen there. So, yeah, he's just been putting up them points. Yep, he's been he putting has. up points. He put them up on and my he face. He made a note about it in the group, man. I mean, he wasn't shy about saying, "Y'all, I've been effing doing my thing out here," and I may not be getting the highest points of the league, but he is consistently. Last week he did right. Was it the highest score? I thought it was. He said it. 
Oh, I think he was upset the week before that. Week before, he, he got 160. Oh, God. Well, then back-to-back, yeah. highest-scoring weeks. Yeah, I mean, he had a, a week one um, that seems to be the outlier, um, the way he's been putting up points the last two weeks. So This guy's on fire. He's on fire. I'm not betting against him this week. Negative. Um, cool. That's who we got. So let's move on to our next matchup. Did we already do Connor and Eric? You picked Eric. That's right. Yep. Let's do Evan and Patrick. All right. Three, two, one, Evan. Evan. Why are you picking Evan? Yeah, first uh, one of the season. First pick him for Evan man, of the season. Really He's been riding me like a dog this whole entire season about not picking him. And again, freaking garbage time or uh, whatever. Um, Sorry, for the record on the other one, Alex versus Kevin. Uh, Alex is two and one versus Kevin. Okay, just yep. for their all-time record. And in this scenario, Evan versus Patrick, do you know what? Take a guess at what your record is against Evan. Uh, I didn't get a lot of wins last year, so I'm going to say one and two. Nailed it. Right on the head. One and two. Evan S has got uh, – sorry, Evan has won once, and you have won twice. Sick. I thought yep. it was the other way around. So. Sorry. Backwards. So, okay. So two and one. Yep. So All you right. got the uh, – you're, so you're going to even it up on me. You're positive. Uh, that's what you've got here. So what do you um, – so, yeah, that's two picks in a row now for you picking Evan. Tell me what you're seeing on this team that just makes you feel confident moving forward with them. Yeah, this Kittle's team has just got to show it to me. They're the lowest scoring points in the league. Um, Look at that unbiased part of you. That's freaking sick. Look at you. Yeah, they got to show it to me. They got yeah, to step up. Because here's the thing. Pacquiao chip is on the line, so you're going to try to be as right. unbiased as possible. you got to find the win. Absolutely. Who is winning? Exactly. So Ke- Evan, Kevin. Evan's the hot hand here. Um, his team's been putting up plenty of points. The other mm-hmm. team on the other side of the ball has not. Those stars have got to show up to get this win. And Gosh, with great matchups, show too. Hurts against Kansas City. Montgomery against Detroit. I still yeah. like him. That again, I, yeah. Offense is going to sputter no matter what, but yeah. he'll, he'll at least get some yardage and some touchdowns with Detroit. Mixing against Jacksonville. Debo at Seattle. I mean, these are just – I mean, even Keenan Allen at Las Vegas. Their defense hasn't been all that. And, God, I mean – Aaron Jones, if they get up on Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh can hardly score, so it's just going to be running game all day long. Yeah. 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 Not a lot of holes on this roster right now. I would say there's going to be a great game for Kamara, though, against the Giants. I like to think he's really involved in that, and I think that there's a good chance that. Uh... Oh, boys! Susan Gunshot. Alan Kamara's been staying over my house permanently for the last week. He's going to be staying the night this week, too. Wow. Okay. So, just calling it like it is. Very excited to keep Kamara and his nose ring in some naughty places. Yeah. Well, watch out now. Yeah. Pleasantries. <laughs> Pleasantries, yeah. Bye, guys. See ya. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. I would love to be wrong about this one, for sure. I would like for my team to show up, put up a full performance. Yeah. We'll see. But for now, um, we got Evan on the dub here. Cool. Last one, me and Isaac. Yep. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Ben. Isaac. Okay, yeah. Yes. Just, this is gonna. Yes. You're, you're looking your chops over there, dude. You freaking look your chop. You're like, oh man, he wasn't able to be unbiased enough to pick the right answer. Well, I just like whenever you have part of you that's gonna be pulling against yourself because you know if you win, I'm yeah. up a point. Yeah. So I love I, that. I love putting you in, in emotional sucks. turmoil. Yeah, that's that's where that's I'll be. That's the worst be. place to be. Emotional turmoil. 
yeah, I mean, it's scary seeing what Allen did last week. It really is. Uh, and I don't like what he may do against Houston. So I am worried about that. But, yeah, I just think uh, against Carolina, Elliott still has a great game. I love our matchup between uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Uh, as, a, as slowly but surely, Javante is trending up and Gordon is trending down. So I'm very excited for – Gordon had a great week last week, so – they both did. Yeah. It was just the uh, it was the, it was the touches. Okay. So. Okay. I mean. I believe you. I just. You got you've got the heads up matchup. That's great. You've got the Denver running backs going head to head here. Yep, I like that. Um, I, I honestly Williams has got to have a bad game sometime. My oh Mike Williams. Yeah, he's got to have a bad game sometime. So I think at some point he'll. he'll uh, yeah. So I don't he's know. He's literally had a touchdown in every game. He had two touchdowns last game. I mean, I will say this. Like, Justin Herbert, almost every single time he drops back within the 25-yard line, he is looking his way. Like, it literally is just like, where is he? He's at the bottom of the screen. You see Herbert just turn over his left shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. I'm excited. I could potentially even us back up by two, or I could go into an even further hole of a title or, or of a total of minus five, correct? Um, With our pickums thus far. Yeah, so we differed in... In me and Isaac's matchup, I am 2-1 two and two one against Isaac. I am 2-1. and one. Okay, yeah. Uh, did you consider the Dalvin Cook on the other side or the Alexander Madison, who are currently on the bench? Uh, no, I mean... In that matchup? Because one of them will be staring you down. They are going against the Browns, but you know that if Dalvin's out there, he's going to yeah, be Yeah, I'm scared about there. Dalvin. I mean, if he got back, but... Um, yep. Madison, I'm less scared of. I think that he obviously he's shown that he can still get it done. But I do think that Cleveland run de- run defense is solid. It's not solid enough to stop Dalvin mm-hmm. if he's at full health, but that's really the question is if he's going to be back sure. 100%. So. All right. We'll see, man. We'll see. freaking see. There's the pickums. There um, I mean, I hope that at some point in this podcast you're sitting where I'm sitting, mm. where you're just kind of depressed getting into it because you're just behind, mm-hmm. and yet, like, you, yeah, it's just – I want you to be depressed instead of me to be depressed. Yeah, I get that. I'm yeah. depressed about my team, though, and you're probably higher on your team than I am on my uh, team. I'm just 2-1. I've, I've just nudged out a few victories. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That ends that segment. Let's go into the uh, – let's take a break. <laughs> take a break. All right, little kitties. Everybody calm down. We're back. All right. and a half. Let's get into our segment. Our segment. What is it? Stickies. Stickies. I like how it paused and then you hit the Stickies! We gotta do the stickies! We gotta do the stickies! You falling down the hole? It's an incredibly deep hole you fell into. Stickies! You're back. Sorry here. That's dumb. Sick. Let's review it. Let's review them. First sticky on the docket. Let's talk about the ones that you made last week and just kind of get those out Go of the way. Go ahead and get those out of the way. <clears throat> All right. I'll just because they were the on the brain, they were on the matchup. I'll start off with the win that I got. Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. There will be a kicker on the waivers that outscores Benny P's kicker pickup Prater that he spent all this cash for Shut your mouth. in week three. So let's just go to it. The very first one. Let's just look at the I literally the checked just to see how bad it was. Week. Cleveland Browns 16 points. Kicker. Yeah. 
And then, so how many points did Prater have? Can you tell me that? I honestly don't even remember. Eight, seven, seven, eight. I think he had seven. So that means you've got four kickers on the waiver wires that. Honestly, that's a great point. It's a great thing that you brought up because it really is. It's a lesson. Why would you spend any money? Like I could have gone and spent zero money and got more points. That's what I'm saying is like, even if somebody outbids you for a kicker. But see, it's kind of like one of those things. And I've heard this argument before. If you go to if you go to Chick Fil A, and you order something, and they are wrong with your order, mm-hmm. the reality is that you are meant to have something else. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, that's how it works, Chick Fil A. Oh, good. Yeah, it's not a wrong order. It's just like you ordered the wrong thing, and we wanted to help you get to yeah. what you needed to have. Yeah, it's ordained. Right. That you get this chicken. Likewise, with a kicker, if you go in on a kicker and someone steals them from you for also a dollar then it just wasn't the right kicker for you to have. Yeah. Go to the bench and pick up the higher scoring kicker that will be in your future. And you're like, oh, I mean, sure, Chase McLaughlin, he's going up against the Bears. That's probably going to be a blowout. I'm sure he'll get me 16 points. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So, yeah, it wasn't, I, and I said last week, I don't really feel like it was a take. I just think it was a, a fact that was going to come to What an light. astute observation by you. Uh, for the record, yeah. I actually did want to know, and I don't know if you know this off the top of your head. Uh-huh. But what is the point system for the kicking? I thought like it was capped to where on whatever the kick was, you can only get four maximum points per kick, right? I think that's a fact. Okay. I think that's a fact. I, think I can confirm it. I can confirm it. Because I don't think Tucker got, I think Tucker just got four points for his amazing kick last week. What an amazing kick it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me pull it up here. Kicking. Yep. 40 to 49 yards, three points. Field goes made, 50 plus, four points. Man, when did we do that? I believe that's how it's been the entirety of the Fight Club League, if I remember correctly. And you don't feel like a 60-yard field goal deserves six points? No, I don't think kickers deserve to be in this right. league. Wrong person to be talking to about this. All right, my Sticky other takes up. that were not good. I thought the Eagles would win. They did not. I'm going to give that one a red mark on the dock here. I appreciate and it. I, this one's got a little caveat. Goddard did not score 18 plus, and no. Connor did not win by less than 10. Um, but he had a good game. But Connor, what? Goddard he? had a good game. Yeah, he didn't score 18 though. But if it was all based on the fact that Earths freaking had COVID last week, so it was yeah. so confusing. I did I just did not realize how lax the restrictions were this year. If you had a vaccine and you get this many tests, blah blah blah, you can play in a game. I thought. Yeah, he was on the COVID list on Tuesday. He's definitely not playing a game this weekend. That's what I thought. What I thought, 100%. So, actually, let me do this exercise. What did Ertz and Goddard combine for? 18 points. 13 points for Ertz. And Goddard had 7 points. So, they, they had 20. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, nailed if it. Ertz wasn't there, nailed it. No, that's a that's a so funny though seeing Ertz catch a touchdown because it was like oh wait I thought he was dead right yeah yeah and it's because everybody was on Goddard on the left side like they literally ran a play that was um, two parallel. tight ends and yeah they had a tight end going out here with a little pick route thing where like they both curled to the corner of the end zone yeah and then Hertz just goes to the 
excuse me. I hit the microphone. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hertz just goes to the right, and Ertz is there wide open. And Goddard could have been easily open on the left as well, or they could have switched sides. But it's just Ertz <laughs> got the touchdown, right? So I see. I, anyway, I see. Yeah. there's no hedging there. It's just Whoosh. that was all based on Ertz being – and I really just wanted Connor to win because of that trade. I, I just wanted to will that into existence, but Connor did win anyway, and it didn't matter. All right. <laughs> the rest of the stickies. Connor. Yeah. You know what his sticky was? Najee, top five. Najee, top five. You know where Najee is right now? Uh, I don't. Should, should I be picking these up? No, nah, I've got it right here. Ooh, let me guess this time. Okay, I just said it, but you can guess. Uh, Six. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, brother. Oh, sweet. Knocked it out of the park. Actually. I was wrong. <laughs> it's like you tell me the right answer on. and I was wrong. Yeah, it said six, but then I go to season stats and Najee's ninth. So I bet that on that it's just standard scoring. And then when I actually go to our rankings, it's half point. Your ranking is off to the side like an actual. Yeah, the ranking on the actual player may just be standard because I go to our That's so stupid. Stats. Come on, Sleeper. You're so progressive. Just get this get this in there. That's dumb, Sleeper. That's fix all right. it. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them. They're so great at everything else. They're very responsive. They'll fix it. Freaking weekly review is eating that up. Griffin F. You remember his take was? Um, yes. And it was honestly, this is great little quizzing. It was Gaskin as a top fifteen RB. Top eight. Top eight. Yeah. And uh, that ain't working out. That's not working out. I don't know what he is half point. I'm not gonna look at this up every time if it's not close. What do you think? What do you think it is? Uh, from a standard. Can I guess the standard number? Yeah, standard number. Standard number is thirty eight. 29. I'm way off. Yeah. That's all right. Um, Evan S. has a couple takes. Okay. See Remember him. what they are? Uh, yes. So Debo and LaVisca for wide receiver 24. Yeah. So let's see where Debo is actually. Debo's got to be right on the outside. 25, 26. You think so? Standard. It's top 10. <laughs> oh, for real? Top 10 right here. What was his blow up game? I guess he had like 22, 23 on one 27, 13, and 8 basically. Okay. Um, I okay. actually want to pull this up on the on the rankings to see where he is in our league. So let me do that. Leviscus obviously uh, way off on this. Uh, he's number nine in our league. He is number nine wide receiver. Interesting. Now Leviska that obviously goes up against the forever take by Davis with the injury. Exactly. So we'll we'll see if that that happens. But yeah, Leviska's way off. I, he's got like forties, forty five. Yeah, and I do want to pick up Leviska real quick and see. 67 on standard. Jeez. So, not looking good. No, I look good. His other take. You remember his other take? Uh, had to do with a quarterback. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. That's the one. So that he was going to be, I don't remember this one. Top five. Top five? Yep. Where do you think he's at right now? Oh, uh, gosh. Unfortunately, it's probably like top ten. So. Um, on standard, he is five. In our league, he's eight. And it's because... So interesting. I think our league is weighted more on touchdowns than standard. Is it? Yeah, because we do six points for a touchdown. That's right. Um, He's right, that's right. So I think that, yeah, it's Brady, Murray, Mahomes, Cousins, Stafford, Allen, Carr. Yeah, Carr. Hurts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wild. It is wild. Dang. I'm actually questioning. Like, I wonder, is this updated with this league this week? It has to be. It has to be. Okay. <laughs> uh, Luke S. Luke S. He made a take that um, 
<clears throat> I know it. Let me get there. Hold on. Jonathan Taylor would be reach his draft value of 13th. Right. And that's going to be a hard sword to swallow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because yes, yes. he's going to be playing him every single week because he is the guy there in Indianapolis, but they're not playing him enough and giving him enough workload for him to be valued at the 13th. Yeah. He is not there. He is 28th in standard. Not going to look up the half point because it doesn't matter because he's not that close. <laughs> Fuller. Really know her uh, as a top 15 wide receiver. 24. He said a top 24 wide receiver. Top 24. Eh, and we'll see what happens. And I think that's on points per game. Yes, it is points per game. So he is anticipating some big blow up games for Will Fuller. Right. But he has a five point per game average right now because he has one game at 5.5 points. Yep. Some astute math right there, man. I'm, in that. <laughs> I'm just nailing it. All right. Alex Tizer, you remember this one? Tizer, Popo for the Coco. Wishing you all the luck and to get well soon. Yes, get well soon, Tiz. Um, What's his take? Who, who's his? It is, yeah. Calvin Ridley is wide receiver number one. Yep. He is definitely wide receiver like uh, maybe 35, 31. 25 in standard. I'm going to get down to <laughs> it. Makes me feel like I'm Link. With the taste <laughs> yeah. section. Can't right. freaking do any of this. Damn stupid thing. Uh, let me find him. Man, he's lower. He's 31 in ours, so. Okay. There you go. You're closer. So 31. You said what? Yeah, that's true. You should have. His other take was. I can't remember this one. Robert Woods. Robert Woods is wide receiver number eight. Top eight. Not looking good. He, he doesn't even believe that anymore. He traded him away. Yeah, he did. He said, nah, get out of here. Ain't that top eight. We can scrap that one. Yep. Not really. We'll keep it forever. Ben P, do you remember your takes? My takes were all negative. They were Jalen Hurts. Oh, wait. This is good. Okay. Let me figure this one out. Go for it. Yep, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts to be a... He was going to finish 18th, 17th. No, he was going to finish, yeah, 18th. There would be 17 quarterbacks in front of him. You said 17th or worse. 17th or worse. QB's total points for this season. Yes. He is better than that. Yes. The other one. Is he like, yeah, he's way better than that. Tua is going to have 30, like 23 quarterbacks above him. 27th or worse. Wow, thank you. And that's accurate. It's got to be accurate right now, right? Has there even been 27 quarterbacks to play yet? <laughs> he doesn't play football. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't play football. Yep. Um, your other take was a weak take from last week. That I yeah, it was uh, Mike Evans going off for 20. Yeah. Listen. Listen. Yes. Sorry, that was Ed. He interrupted me. He stole my phone. Oh, no. Um, just call in. Hi, this is Susan. Oh, uh, first time caller, long time pleasantries. I didn't even know you had Just wanted to um, <laughs> check in with the Pumpkin Mono Media Conglomerate Industries Incorporated oh. telephone line. But Mike Evans actually stood me up. When I was talking about our dates earlier, I will say I love to be wined and dined. So when I head out, actually I was sitting there with my glass of wine and my 
giant loaf of bruschetta bread and oil to dip it in. And guess who didn't show up? Guess who did not show up to the table? I'm guessing it's Mike Evans. Mike Evans didn't show up. Yeah. So far. I thought he was gonna like the lights. Boom, bam, bing. Mike Evans. But that didn't happen. And he stood me up, and so for those reasons, it's not a twenty piece. He was a touchdown away from getting it, though. Yeah. He had fourteen point six. Fourteen. Points, yeah. Eight receptions on ten targets for one hundred six yards. You feel good about having him on your team, but yeah, he didn't have the blow up game that Susan was anticipating. Yeah, he needed he needed that touchdown to put him over the top. So I'm gonna turn that one red. Bye bye, take. You Thank wrong. you. Wrong. Um, Davis B with the forever yeah, take. Yeah, forever take. Not looking good for him unless he can get hurt. He will never be a top 24 in his career. His life. In his whole entire life. Hey, hola. He will not be top 24. That's correct. So that's all. And that's all the stickies that I got in my. Man, that's all the stickies. And so we can wrap up this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to it. Uh, anything you want to leave the people with? Uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. You're going to be looking for a big week out of Kittle and Kamara because Susan's cuddling up nice and tight. Be on the lookout for that. That wasn't Karen. I mean, Susan. <laughs> Who was that? that was... Who is this? Who are these people? Bad connection from here to Caterham. I think we're picking up some interference. Okay, you guys have a good night. All right, we're going to get out of here. We will be back next week. We will be here too. We will be back next week. Honestly, can we can we check that? Let me actually say this on the pod, right. just for the record. You going to be out of town? Uh, I will be. Oh. I will be soon. Okay. Um, so checking the day's date. I actually will be out of town for the week of the 17th through the 23rd. Okay. It's a long way away, but uh, it's uh, it's not. It's actually three weeks away. So, yeah. so uh, not next week. Not next week. No, it'll be fine. Okay. We should um, be back next week. And then I'll be out for the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. And then I'll also be out the week uh, after Thanksgiving. Wow. Where where do you keep going? What's so important? So one trip is a production trip down to Orlando. Boo. Boo. Seaside, I'm going for Thanksgiving. That's where we're spending our Thanksgiving is out in Seaside, Florida. And then I come back, and then I go on a sales trip from Tuesday the 30th all the way through the 3rd down in Dallas. Well, this is unacceptable. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so just for the record, everybody, let, let you know. Well, um, on that note, next week we will be here. Yep, we'll be we're here in the dojo, boy. We'll be here. We'll be here to beat you. We'll be here to tickle you. And we'll be here to affirm you. <laughs> you guys have a good night!